Nights on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Watch the uh, price for copper. And by the way, RV sales are uh, down. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips file. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, September 12th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Uh, take a look at our website. That's realradio.fm. Be sure to send us a text on anything at any time. That's real mobile 77031. I promise we look at it, we read it, then we decide whether we want to use it on the air. That's real mobile 77031 on the phone's long distance toll free 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro 407. 916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is here. Pinkman is here as well later in the program, right after the news with Mo. That bonus round of closest to the pin. You know what that means? Either good fortune for the rest of your life or bad luck for 24 hours. With the regular round of closest to the pin today, Jack's audio file. We're going to fit it in there probably uh, right after uh, that bonus round. Uh, no Scott Maxwell today. The shot doctor will be coming in, however. Got a good one for you today when it comes to Shot Doctor casting call. Mm-hmm. And do we have the five-minute professor today? I think he's back, right? Yeah. Yeah, was he yeah. here last week? I'm just well, asking because sometimes it might be yeah. uh, fine to put that was... down on the rundown list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Otherwise, uh, okay. I wouldn't ask the question. <laughs> <clears throat> so the five-minute professor after the Shot Doctor, then mm-hmm. we'll might fit in some drive home music and PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. Big news, of course, the biggest news. It's all shifting and really got into high gear last night is uh, Hurricane Florence. Mm-hmm. That is heading for the mid-Atlantic coast and probably uh, start late uh, tomorrow evening. Start hammering that area of the United States and may linger there for several days, pushing a big gigantic wall of water and lots of wind and all that kind of stuff. So I'm watching, oh, was it Weather Channel or CNN? Uh-huh. can't remember. I think there ought to be a different, uh, you know, what? an attitude adjustment when it comes to the media. <clears throat> you know, when you're on the beach, you know, they go they go to the beach, oh, right? Yes. And they start interviewing people on the beach. And, uh, hi, are you evacuating? No, I'm not evacuating. They caught up with some guy, his yeah. wife, children. They're on the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we got it all boarded up. You know, we're right over here. We got it boarded up. And, uh, you know, when uh, yeah, we're just staying right here. And I think at that point, if you're in the media, especially with everything we know about this storm, mm-hmm. you got to say, oh, thank you, sir. And I might mention you're an idiot. 
No. <laughs> no, you're an they idiot. They can't give their opinion yeah, like you're that. A single, you know, you're a single guy all by yourself. You want to ride out oh, the I storm see. for whatever reason, but you've got children to consider. Yeah. There's a very good chance if you're a couple of blocks from the ocean, there's a very good chance your apartment, your condo, whatever it is, is going to be underwater. Correct. And, uh, you know, when you're screaming into the phone or into the wind, come help us, come. Nobody's, Nobody's going to come to help you. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to come to help. They can't, number one, because the storm okay. is so ferocious. Sure. And number two, nobody's going to put these people's lives in danger because you, I think most people would say, made a stupid decision for yourself. And for those around you. Yeah. yeah this how, about, is probably... how about the idea where the re- reporter would say, would you like to gather your family now for one finally fa- family picture? We'd be happy to take it for you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> or can you give us the name of your next of kin? Yeah. You know, and I don't like to deal. Well, excuse me. I backtrack. Yes, I do. do I, I do deal in stereotypes. And uh, this guy fit a particular stereotype. And, I'm, well, and you know, I'm saying to myself, well, you know, I'm not surprised. Yeah, he's got that Clem Kadiddlehopper look about him, you know, and just got... What are you saying exactly? Yeah, it kind of looks like that, talks like that character on The Simpsons, you know, that comes out of the hills. Oh, boy. Cletus. Is it Cletus? Oh, yeah. Cletus. A little bit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, there's your wife, you know, she's got a big smile on her face. She, uh, she's kids TV. are running around, they're just mm-hmm. toddlers. I mean, they're, you know, they're three, four-year-old types, five-year-old. And I'm going, you're actually going to put your family's life in that kind of danger now, who knows? Maybe you'll survive. Maybe it's gonna you're gonna come out of this. And that was a, that nothing. was nothing at all. Uh-huh. And um, I don't I don't I don't get it. And then I'm thinking to myself, you don't look like the type, you know. With all due respect to stereotypes, I said you just don't look like the type. Like you have a lot of you know what to protect. Oh. Like a safe full of bonds and gold and uh-huh. precious jewels and you know, you know, sorry, he's got big, you know, almost like a prison tattoo on his chest. Mm. You know, if you get a tattoo on your chest, can you can you can you put some more color into it than just blue? Oh, it's uh, boring. Or black. Yeah. Maybe it faded. It's a big gigantic. It's it like, goes oh stem to stern really like yeah, across right the way here, shoulder here, to down shoulder to, down, down, down his, his belly bone. button but down to below his rib cage and yeah. over here and they got the thing you know I I understand look if I was a younger guy maybe I'd get tattoos all over the place more than I have now and I'd have a ring through my nose you know with the well, two balls on the end ew, and nah, like, I don't think that's like, a look jeez what is what is that really? so your wife can grab it and I don't know what that pull is. you around it's you a, know it what looks it is. like what is it for your nose. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either, and I don't want to know. Mm-mm. It seems to me it would interfere with you blowing your nose, or it would hurt. I think when it'd you, be a boogie catcher. That's true. Yeah, exactly. I always Maybe. thought that with this, even with the nose piercing on the one side. There, See, I kind of like that. I don't mind that. You know, like, women a, a have tiny that. little thing over here. Yeah, I kind of like that. But I also wonder when they get a runny nose and they're blowing their nose. If it's not just a boogie, oh, this look like a, it looked like a keychain oh, oh, that he had through, through this, his nose. This way, this way. Yeah, it's right through here, hanging oh, down. Oh, through the look, middle section. I see. Mm. It looked like a, a horseshoe with two ball bearings tied, yeah, you know, welded to the end. I mean, whatever. You it's know, that's not your a look thing. that I'm comfortable with, but I'm sure. You know, it's I'm fine. sure I've had some looks in my time where people are saying, maybe even now with a mustache, they say, what, "What are you doing?" You know, but at my age, I can say, "Yeah, I don't care." <clears throat> but in his case. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I'm looking at this guy and you don't want to get, you don't, for what reason? Oh yeah, we got it all boarded up. Windows are all boarded up. 
You think that's going to safeguard your yeah, we got Maybe some, well, we got some food. Maybe he can't afford to travel. And if it's safe enough for the reporter from CNN to be there, why not for him? Because the reporter, I would imagine, from CNN will get off the island before the storm hits. Um, I don't know about that. that I, it's going to be another 24 hours of bad decisions by media outlets. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. They had an anchor from one of the uh, television stations in the Carolinas. Yeah. And he's essentially, you know, they, you know, I think there's a little bit more attention being paid in the media now about putting reporters in harm's in way. Danger, right. There are other ways where we can see the wind blowing or the water coming ashore. You know, you can affix cameras. You can have miniature cameras all over the place now without putting Chris Cuomo out in the middle of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Lake uh, uh, Gimme Gucci Avenue, you know, watching the water rise, you know, and out there with their with their rain slickers flapping about. Now, I mean, there are other ways of doing this without putting somebody's life in in danger. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, uh, you know, you got kids. I think it's a, you know, I think you should, you know, all due respect, sir, uh, we have your name again, and maybe give us your social security number. Just write it down on a piece of paper, or write it down. Here's a Sharpie. Write it down on your forearm, because uh, you're you pretty much of an idiot, and there's, a, there might be a you know, fairly good chance you will perish. I think if but, you scare him, that's not such a bad tactic. No, I think in his case... He wouldn't like, even well, get the scare? Huh? Someone texted that Chris Cuomo was shaming some people last night. That he was speaking with. What? How come you're not leaving? Well, weather yeah. people are shaming people. I mean, people on the Weather oh, the... Channel are shaming people. Yeah, so you're, we you know, they say, look, we, we, we've we got a pretty pretty good idea about the size of the storm and how much rainfall and and, and, and the estimated wind mm-hmm. and uh, sea level rise and all that kind of stuff. And there's, you know, from what they're reporting, I mean, right off the beach, they said, essentially, you know, you've got a two or three story apartment or condo unit on the beach that's going to be underwater. Right. I was shocked. The latest hurricane uh, plane that went in, yeah. uh, the tracker, 87 feet of water. 87 what? feet. Yeah. 87 and foot waves. In the center. Right. In oh, the okay. center yeah, yeah. Of, uh, of the storm. And that is an eight-story building of water coming on you. you know, even like, if okay. you survive and your kids, are, you know, and you, you, you and your you. family, there's still, I would imagine there was, would still be a certain level of trauma. You're not going to sit in your apartment with your windows boarded up when the wind is howling at 100 or 120, 130, gusting to whatever, yes. uh, rising water, and uh, and come of that, come out of that with, uh, you know, everything's hunky-dory. Right. I, I just think there happens to be a particular responsibility the, in this case. Get your kids a- off the island. Get your kids to higher ground, which means move to Kansas as quickly as possible. <laughs> there are reports, some estimates that it could be seventy-five percent power loss for up to a week. Oof. Well, yeah, we got our beans and franks, and you know, damn it, forgot the can opener. Don't talk to me about that. I still have nightmares. I made a joke to my sister who lives in North Carolina. My niece is already out. I made a joke to my sister. Not a joke. She about she was going up. I'm like, ah, just come to Florida. She's yeah. coming now. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah. And she's bringing her dog. I didn't tell her I don't have a dog-friendly house. Or that I have a dog. Uh, what? What? No dogs Wait, allowed. What? Oh. Oh, yeah. You're a sucker. Yeah, you got to take your pets. Yeah, uh, you're a sucker. you got to take the pet, you gotta too. you got to take the pets. All right, I'll take <laughs> it. 
Actually, he gets along with my dog, so it's all good. All right, take a little break. Come back. Mo's going to have the news. we got that bonus round of closest to the pin at four. We'll try to keep as much attention on the storm as possible. It's just one of those, at least for those of us in the Sunshine State or Central Florida, I think there's a certain amount of, thank goodness it's not coming here. We don't wish any harm on anybody, of course. We want everybody to come out of this safe and sound, but at the same time, it's like, ooh. Dodge that bullet. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's more to run, here's more to run, here's more to run. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's more to run, here's more to run, here's more to run. She's got the news that ain't I didn't pay my taxes for eight years. Screw you, Louie. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. I'm getting a little tired of listening to Louie. He's bragging. He's very proud. He is bragging almost. I paid my taxes for eight years. I know. That makes me smart. (laughs) Not really. But if you use our sponsor, you only pay four cents. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying. Good for you, Louie. Okay. They issued some coordinates for Hurricane Florence at 4 o'clock. The next one will be at 5 p.m. The latest coordinates we have, it's 470 miles east-southeast of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's a little bit closer to Wilmington, North Carolina. It's 435 miles southeast of Wilmington. The winds went down just a skosh. The winds are 125 miles per hour. And it is a slow mover, Jim. It is moving at only 16 miles an hour. It's a slow trek to landfall. They expect late Thursday night or early Friday before we have an issue. So now it's a Cat 3, but just like the storm that hit. But it's way bigger. Yeah, when Harvey hit Houston, it wasn't the force of the storm. It's that it kind of did this loop-de-loop over Houston and just kept dumping rain. And it's bigger and and pushing a lot of water. Oh, boy. There's a storm surge warning. There's a flood alert, a flood advisory. Uh, And, yeah, they actually went, the Air Force Hurricane Hunter planes went into this thing and found 85 feet of water near the eye. Uh, yeah, so this waves. is of waves of, yeah, uh-huh. 85 uh, foot waves. 85 feet <laughs> of, it's shocking. Of waves. <laughs> of waves. You ever seen those videos on YouTube of the ships? God, you know, the Navy ships or big commercial mm-hmm. tugboats yeah. plowing through some of these waves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where the bow actually okay. comes out of the water. Just to tell you. Oh, scary. You, yeah. you can picture the storm. There's the eye of it is the center, <laughs> the clearly, right? Yeah. The hurricane force winds go out 70 miles. And then 175 miles is tropical storm force winds. Uh-huh. So it is not good. Uh-huh. It's a it's a behemoth. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh-huh. we'll, we'll give you... Big. The, it's big. Big. The, Bigly. <laughs> it's a wet storm. It, Tremendous. Oh, yeah. It has a lot of water. That means wet. It's got some water. When, when, when the hurricane comes ashore, it's going to have a lot... According to the president, when the hurricane comes ashore, it's going to be wet. Doubt it. I heard it's a dry hurricane. I, I never heard of such a thing. Those are the ones in Arizona. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, but it's a dry hurricane. It's a it's dry heat. No. Let's uh, move on. Uh, yes, please. Uh, there is some good news associated with the hurricane, Jim, and that is uh, while these swells are, you know, we're worrying about those. Swells. Okay. The good news in Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. In Florida, yeah. the National Weather Service says 
that there, because the, the uh, cruise ships came here, we're getting a bump in tourist business on the Space Coast. A different cruise yeah, ship. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. The, the, the cruise ships couldn't go up there to Bermuda or to wherever they were going. So they landed at Port, you know, they came ashore, all ashore, who's going ashore, at Port, at Port Canaveral. And that's kind of good. See, seeing just some good news in a, in a flurry of bad news, that Florida Today, the newspaper over on the coast, reports that more than 7,500 passengers are on these different ships. And that means they're spending money in central Florida. Uh, I will tell you that these swells in, in, in Orlando, in um, in central Florida coastline, um, also bring with it rip currents. So if you are thinking of going to the beach, uh, understand that it may... It'll be a little rougher than you anticipate, and there will be rip currents, and the lifeguards say stay out of the water. Ever had a lifeguard whistle you back in? No, I have not. Point those flags and whistle? Like you. Mm -mm. You have? Yes. Have you really? Mm -mm. I'm a daring swimmer. Were you on a surfboard, or are you just out too far? Just out too far. Maybe they saw a shark or something. I am the shark. No. (laughs) You're out too far. Come on, dumbass. Come back in. (laughs) Because we don't want to have to go in the water and rescue you. Yeah, when you get a stitch. We don't want to put our life in danger because you thought it would be a bright idea <laughs> to swim out to the end <laughs> of the pier. And has it been 30 minutes and you're going to have a stitch you know, or a cramp? He oh, said, that's... I am the shark. Yeah. <laughs> the eye of the tiger. Florida continues to no shatter shark. tourism records, Jim. How rude. Governor Baldy announced this morning 65.5 million people visited the Sunshine State, and that was just in the first half of this calendar year, that's up 6% from a year ago, and the highest amount of visitors during any six-month period in Florida history, he said. Taking credit for that? He is. The I'm num- sure. He, 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 no. How's tourism on the southwest coast? Now, well, the numbers do include 58 million domestic visitors, 5.2 million overseas visitors, and about 2.3 million visitors from Canada. Uh, See, but he, do they break it, it down between no, tourists and uh, and like conventioneers and no, business people? Not in this particular story, but I'm sure they've broken it down. Mm. Republican Ron DeSantis, who wants to be the next governor of Florida, is focusing on the environment this week, and he went to Southwest Florida to look at that algae stuff. He hates big sugar, I'll tell you that. He toured a canal in Cape Coral infested with toxic algae blooms, describing the water as rancid, saying it was hard to have an appetite after he saw it and smelled it. Today, uh, Ron DeSantis will tour the Everglades. Yesterday was in Cape Coral. Today he's going to tour the Everglades to discuss restoration and conservation efforts in the area. Big Sugar can't stand him. No way. Well, no, he's a he's a giant opponent of Big Sugar. Mm. i got to get him credit for that one. A satellite designed at the University of Central Florida is about to be launched into space. A UCF satellite designed here. See? Assistant UCF physics professor and about a dozen students built this thing called SurfSat which is a cube satellite scheduled for liftoff aboard a United oh, launch. aerodynamic. No, it's in the rocket. They launch it from the oh. rocket. The nice. rocket blasts off from California on Saturday, and SurfSat is the size of a loaf of bread and carries an experiment that will gather information about how different surfaces of the spacecraft react them. to electrons and all this jazz, but it's a UCF thing. So you that's can see of... rocket launches from the campus of UCF, yeah. yet they have to send it to California to, to get blast it, up it there. off. Yeah. They're opening up a hotel near the uh, Cape, and they're going to have a viewing uh, platform. I know on the that's roof. cool, right? So you can. I go, think yeah. actual seats. I, I think yeah. more than bleachers, like seats, you just sit there. No, it's awesome. Cut. Cool. Why didn't so. they do that years ago? Nobody thought of it. Mm. Ah! Why didn't we think of it? Yeah. Why mm. didn't we think of it?
Well, somebody did think of it. I was working on the hurricane survival ball. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I think if you could distribute some to the people in the South and North Carolina area, that would be just helpful. just bounce around, you know? You can't get electrocuted in it. You can't drown in it. You just kind of float and bounce mm-hmm. around. But you might end up in a different state when it's all over. Yeah, but you'd be alive. You would. Dizzy, but alive. No, Not, you wouldn't be, no. Because you're you stationary. Oh, it's like a gyroscope. A gyroscope in there, Come yeah. Come on, I thought this thing through. Nine e- people are under arrest <laughs> in Polk County, Jim, following a four-month investigation yeah. into a drug smuggling operation at the Polk County Jail. Well, don't. Sheriff Grady Judd is just be- beside himself. He says this K2 stuff, which is synthetic marijuana and other compounds, made their way into the jail on sheets of paper disguised as, as mail or legal documents. Those other compounds include pesticides on them, and the inmates are getting high from smoking and eating the chemicals found in Raid, Bug Spray, and Roach Motels. All right. That's got to be good for you. Two of those arrested are mothers who smuggled the tainted paper into their inmate sons. Mm. All right, let me take a little break. More news with Mo, the birthdays, the food. Bonus round of Closest to the Pin at 4 on Real Radio 104.1. Thank you as best we can. Hurricane Florence, that's expected to make landfall in the mid-Atlantic sometime late tomorrow. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. All right. Today, September 12th yeah. in 2018. And today is a is a good food day, I think. Uh, I think it's uh, Ch- National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Always good. Yeah, yeah that's a good Always good. good. That's Chocolate good milkshake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way yeah. better than a vanilla milkshake. But well, just saying. Rude. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's better. That's subjective. Uh-huh. It is, but it's better. Mm. <laughs> you don't <laughs> kind know. Kind of is. Yeah. Uh, like the donuts you have? Eh. What? You got chocolate on chocolate. Oh, chocolate on vanilla cake is better. Uh, Without a doubt. Yeah, you might uh, be right. Unfortunately, you won't be able to have one to have a further taste test. Why? <laughs> oh, right. he's being shut out of yes, that? Exactly. Oh, I see. Well, actually, I shut myself out, and I sat outside the office laughing at how you forced Moira to, to take some. No, I was and good. how you guys oh, guilt, he's in one you of guys these. guilt he's each in other. He's in one of these. I'm getting in back in, in shape and this and that. And I've been watching he's at this. that age. Enjoy it while you can, because yeah. this is the last, last one you'll hurrah. go That's through. right. This is your last yeah. I know. I heard your 50s. That's your last yeah. chance to get in shape and for the rest good, of your life. for about a true. year, and yeah. then you go, then you're done. screw this. I've listened uh, to you guys guilt each other into bad health habits for years. 35 oh, yeah. years. Okay. Okay. The Food and Drug Administration today <laughs> gave Juul Labs and four other makers, by the way, of vaping devices. They gave them 60 days to prove you had better figure out a way to keep this vaping pen away from minors mm. and if you can't do it according to the fda we're going to take these flavored products off the market that lure in the underage kids Ooh, they are sending warning letters also to over 1100 retailers like convenience stores and, and drug stores and convenient you know like uh, gas stations and oh, stuff for marketing them to you know like mm. cigarette companies used to do with joe camel and all that kind yeah, of right. stuff Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, knock that off. They say you? if necessary, they will bring criminal or civil charges. This is the FDA speaking now. Is that not the responsibility of retailers and, I don't know, parents? It is to a certain degree, and it's also the responsibility of, of government when retailers and parents don't do the job they're supposed to do, that we allow government uh, to, to, to represent yeah. us and to help us out. Right. Exactly. Uh, the big public health problem has been getting people off of cigarettes, Right. Uh, cigarette smoking kills about half a million people in the U.S. each year. But instead, these e-cigarettes, these vaping pens, Mm. are creating another huge public health problem, which is hooking teenagers who have never smoked, hooking them on nicotine. Do you get a big cloud with one of those, too, or is uh it just something different? 
It's, yeah. You get a not cloud, it's big. not uh, as big. No, it's not as like that vaping bong thing that people carry around. You know, yep. it's, this thing looks like a flash. around my vape Stupid. bong. It's a, it's a, You're never going to see a gangster movie with somebody, you know, yeah, in a fedora, vaping. you know, vaping. No vaping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a it's, snub nose uh, revolver in his waistband. Yeah. You know, big, uh, big yeah. wide lapels. Yeah. I don't know. Is this a period piece or not? You know, yeah. Uh, it's a film noir. You're just not going to see any kind of, you know. You can see... They have a flash drive and they're yeah. puffing on a jewel. Somebody with a mafia hanging outside <laughs> the athletic club, you know? Nah. nah. They're dressing their like, dressing like they're from the forties, but smoking like they're An from twenty twenty. Right. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Look. I'll be vaping. No tough guys vapes. No, I don't think so. But you know, they're addicting a whole generation of kids to nicotine. And the FDA says, Oh no, no, no. You know, they make it mango strawberry cheesecake flavor. <laughs> you know, and then the kids say, Oh, this isn't bad. This is good for you. This is just steam. Oh no. Mm-mm. It isn't just steam. It's got stuff in it. Yeah, you wouldn't see what's-his-name vaping Who? and then pushing the old lady in the wheelchair down the stairs. Oh, that, yeah. Vincent that, Price. Richard points. Widmark. That Him, too. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Russ Tamblyn. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. A former plastic surgeon at Orlando Health, one of our big hospitals around here, has filed a huge defamation lawsuit against the hospital, saying the hospital fired him with no for no reason and is making false statements about him. He says... That uh, the hospital denies, of course, everything. And, and this doctor uh, says, hold on a minute. He basically was a whistleblower uh, because he says that there's an unhealthy relationship between the hospital and a pharmaceutical company Uh-oh. saying that this company makes various products. He's a plastic surgeon, so he does breast implants, different materials for breast reconstruction after cancer right, and stuff. Right, right. He says that that company that they, you know, has he had been using provides birthday parties and meals and they are encouraging the doctors the hospitals encouraging the doctors according to his lawsuit to buy and buy and buy more from this company because they're smearing one well, side somebody can actually start looking at this hospital to determine whether it's really not for profit i know their charter or whatever they yeah. are but you know they they make money what happens with the money they yeah. just add another wing or do people get a a pay raise just I just what is that not now sure. look when i first moved here that was the hospital you didn't want to be taken to mm. you know if they put you in the ambulance you would say don't take me at that time. It was Orlando Regional, I think. Yeah. I said, "Don't take me there. Take me to Winter Park or take me to Lucerne Florida or whatever." Hospital for don't, sure. Yeah, don't yeah. take me over there. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's a fantastic hospital. They've turned it around. But is it really not for profit? I don't know. But I do know that there have been rumblings among some that say, yeah, well, "There's a on. big lawsuit." That's I mean, it's a hundred million dollar yeah. uh, deal. Pope Francis, but is, they serve bacon. Yeah, they do. Uh, Pope Francis is summoning the presidents of every bishops' conference around the world. What are they going to have a cornhole tournament? No, for a February summit to discuss preventing clergy sex abuse, Jim. Yes, I get it. Oh, Uh, come on now. uh, I'm very serious. Can't make any jokes about the Vatican. Can't make any jokes about the church. Well, you can't make any jokes about sexual abuse, is really what it is. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? mm. Cornhole? Yeah, really? Mm. Yeah, no, they're willing participants. The kids are not willing to participate. I didn't say that. The oh. bishops are gathering. Oh, well, that's that's right. So uh, the cardinal advisors are going. Everybody's going. They are really uh, going to more than 100 of these bishops' conference heads. are. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first of its kind. The first time they've ever brought all these people yeah. together. 
And this is, they say, the Vatican says, this is a realization at the highest level. Right, okay. I've heard that, that one clergy before. clergy sex abuse, they, well, they've never done this before, so right. you couldn't have heard this before. No, I've heard yeah. them say, we're going to take care of this problem within uh, the church. Uh, I've heard it time and time mm. again. They're all talk, no action. Have you heard this? This comes from the announcement today. I just got cornholed. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's move on, shall How we? How about the next time you just call the cops, all right? Yeah. You get word of abuse by your priest, you call the cops. How does that sound? That doesn't happen. They just move them to Poughkeepsie or somewhere. President Trump maintains, Jim, when it comes to sexual accusations, you've got to deny, deny, deny. That's according to noted journalist Bob Woodward's new book uh, that was released yesterday. The name of the book is Fear. And then the subheadline is Trump in the White House. I think my copy arrives today. Aha. Uh-huh. So. Uh, the book details that Trump gave it. He gave this advice, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. He gave the advice to a friend who admitted some bad behavior toward women. <laughs> Trump is facing various accusations and allegations of his own. Reportedly told the friend that you've got to deny it, then go on the attack to do otherwise. Yeah. Re- Trump reportedly said is weakness. Uh, it used to be part of the man code. That's pretty much over with now. Deny, deny, but deny. He was he'd been doing that since the 70s. Yeah. I think that was what Roy Cohn's advice to him. Deny, deny, deny. And then attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you ever get a flu vaccine? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry for you, because a new Why? study now says what? Uh, that the protection from the flu vaccine fades after just a week or two. What? Researchers with Kaiser Permanente... Oh, what do they know? They make the vaccine, Jim. They oh. found the risk of coming down with the flu goes up 16% every month after you get the shot, and well, it's right back to the ground well, you're zero. Good for a, you're good for a I week. You're good for a couple weeks. Get the shingles vaccine? Uh, no, I just got a prescription for the shingles vaccine. I, I was curious about it. Do you have to make an appointment at the Walgreens? Or can you just walk in and say, you I've can got... Do, you can do it online, and it's easier that oh. way. You don't want the shingles. No, I don't want the shingles. Some people have mild cases, and other people have... Right. I mean, it's just is this new? This is a thing horrible. now that we're getting shingles. the vaccines for this? Yeah, and you got two months well, later, you got to get a boost. Well, but they got a better vaccine. It's better now. now. Yeah, I wanted to wait until they had the good one. One had a 60, uh, 60% chance of preventing... An outbreak or serious outbreak of shingles, and now it's up to 90% with this vaccine. I'm just going to avoid people with shingles. No, or chicken pox. I'm going to avoid them people, too. It's chicken pox people. You don't get the shingles from people. No, but if you're exposed to chicken pox again and you've already had it. You don't catch the shingles. No. Do you get it from toilet seats? You just get it. No. Sitting on rooftops? No. Yes. That's where shingles are. You'll know it when you get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's painful. Very painful. Is it worse than gout? I've never had gout. Adult film star Stormy Daniels says her upcoming book will offer details about her alleged affair with the Trumpster. On ABC's The View today, Stormy was on and said the book will blow your mind. I get it. (laughs) The book will be released um, in a couple of weeks on October 2nd, about a month before the midterm elections, mind you. But President Trump has denied having, here we go, denied, denied, denied having an affair with Stormy at Lake Tahoe in 2006. Uh, Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid her $130,000. Before the just before the election to shut her up about that alleged affair. Think that would have had any impact? Nah. If she would have blabbed. I mean, three four anything. weeks before uh, voting, mm-hmm. you know, if she. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Would have been a lot of negative publicity for a while. That's true. Right after, I think it was. Right. I don't know. Would have changed mm-hmm. the minds of those seventy eight thousand voters. In those three that's states. All, that's all you. T- that's all it took. Yeah. Former. Cus- well, it's uh, yeah, if you, and maybe paying a visit to those states. On the part of the yeah, Democratic it would have been candidate. Nice, right, you would think. 
Former Cosby Show actor Jeffrey Owens has scored another acting job after getting shamed for working at Trader Joe's. The 57-year-old just accepted a guest-starring role on the fifth season of NCIS New Orleans. He also recently picked up a recurring role on Tyler Perry's show, The Haves and the Have-Nots. That's on the Oprah Network or the OWN Network. You remember this Jeffrey Owens was photographed bagging groceries at Trader Joe's in New Jersey, but then he got a lot of shaming and a lot of ridicule, so he had to quit. And then revealed that he picked up the job to stay afloat financially after reruns of The Cosby Show were pulled from the air because of Bill Cosby's sexual abuse. I want to see a video on YouTube of the person who took that video being shamed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Shame the shamers. Yeah. Shame the shamers. Oh, shame the shamers. Mm. That's true. The, uh, I don't know if you were a big fan of the Backstreet Boys. I think you were. I wasn't sure if it was Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. No, Boys to Men. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, but anyway, sorry, come on. Let's Backstreet, get it straight. A Backstreet Boy is in the news today. His name is Nick Carter. Nick Carter, Backst- former Backstreet Boy, yeah. is no longer facing rape charges. Thank a woman goodness. claims that Nick Carter forced her into her bathroom, then forced himself on her oh, uh, about, 15, bathroom. I- about 15 years ago. Don't in, do anything in, in, in the... Everything in the bathroom... It's not clean in there. It's just... That's a solo journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go in there with Always anybody else. for everything. Unless you're sharing a packet of powder with your yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly. And even then, mm. you know, it's like, dude, can we, can we snort journey. to someplace else? Uh, Come on. Well, it turns Seriously? out that Nick Carter is no longer facing possible rape charges because the statute of limitations ran out five years ago. This happened 15 years ago. It's only a 10-year statute of limitations. Mm. So he has been... I don't want to say off the hook, but since 2013, it's over. Uh, he maintains that the sex in the bathroom was consensual. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't want to have sex in the bathroom. Okay. I might want to have sex, but it's like, no. In the bathroom? Not that no, not badly. No, thank you. Not that badly. No? No. All right, fine. Maybe when you're younger, I guess, you know, you Seems just got to have it. Yeah. You just uh, got to right. go for it, but no. Stop it. All of a sudden, somebody's grabbing onto the shower curtain that's fallen, and uh, you're not, knocking the lid off the toilet tank. Well, if you're in the bathroom, it's probably a public place. Yeah, yeah. There's no shower curtain or any of that. You're in in a stall in some. Yeah, in you never had sex in the bathroom at your home. Think people I, don't have sex? No, you know, but that's in the not, shower, and somebody jumps in the shower, oh and then all God. of a sudden you're <laughs> no, no, no. breaking out the bar of soap. Oh, let me lather you up a little bit, and then you get all hot and bothered, and then somebody grabs that damn shower curtain, the rod comes tumbling down. Not that I've been in a situation like in that. In this case, Nick Carter, I think it was a public bathroom, as Jack describes. I think it was in a place. Steamy. I got uh, <laughs> Let's move along, shall we? A Renoir, a painting stolen by the Nazis. Wait. During World War II, is being returned to its rightful owner. Today, the FBI and the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York Mm. say this priceless painting called Two Women in a Garden was looted from a bank vault in Paris in 1941. It'll be returned to somebody named the last heir of of a prominent art collector, Alfred Weinberger. Uh, His, I guess, great, great something, some heir, Sylvie, uh, they're giving it back to her. Uh, the handoff will take place today at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. So that's good news. It goes back to its rightful owner. What's the matter? Huffing and puffing. What? Can you hit my sound effects button, please? I'm sorry. Thank you. Some bitch we'd find wearing a Nazi uniform. Oh. They're going to die. Continue, please. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, now it, it sort of threw me for a loop there. Um, I know you're not a big fan of a lot of these Bachelor, Bachelorette in Paradise, Bachelor this, Bachelor that. No, I don't want to. Okay. 
Two couples got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. That was a really big deal. Bachelor in Paradise. That's a different one. Spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Which one is that? It's The it's, show's over now. It's, a it's an English show that everybody's been talking about that's supposed to be headed this way. Another one? Yeah, but it's more, even more mm. sexual than anything we have here. Oh, boy. They're all right. just rolling around. Seriously? Yeah. Mm. God, what's the name? Yeah, of in the bathroom, the too. No, no. It's called The Office. They make it a point not to do it in the loo. <laughs> we we're back to the bathroom here. England. Are we really? The loo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the loo. Need to go to the loo, love? I also know. Okay, a couple of them got engaged. Now, I know you don't care. Let me just tell you this. That's right, Alfie. Uh, yesterday, we talked about <laughs> Kanye West. He is yeah. married to one of the Kardashians. You know this, right? Yes. What? Okay. Well, the Kardashian, one of the other sisters, I think the eldest sister. Kim? No, she's, that's who's married to Con yeah, West. Her name is Courtney. Courtney. Oh, Courtney, mm-hmm. yeah, Courtney. She uh, has about, I think, three kids with a guy named Scott Disick. They never got married, yes. right? And now Scott Disick is taking up with Sophia Ritchie. It's like a whole soap opera. Now, I, for a long Lionel time... Lionel Richie's daughter? I, I think it's... Ex-wife? No, what? I don't. I think it's... No, it's a much, young, much younger woman. Uh, I don't know Sophia Richie's connections. Is that a Richie Richie? She's a 20-year-old model. Richie Rich. She's a 20-year-old model. She and, is Lionel Richie's daughter. Well, there you go. Thank well, you. Well, hallelujah for Four something. points on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I have... Uh, that was one of my New Year's resolutions... Two. ...this year to stop watching that Kardashian group. And so far, I mean, I know the new year is only two, two days old. But now I find out that there's some juicy stuff with Scott Disick and this new 20-year-old model. I may have to break my New Year's resolution for Rosh Hashanah. I'm just saying. Well, you can't do that. I know. You made a resolution. It's only two. Well, I break my, my New Year's resolution in January. I break them by, you know, the fifth. I mean, you're eating bacon. You're eating shrimp. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, yeah it's fine. She gets to feel bad about it next Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, I could say I'm sorry for Wednesday. That's true. Happy, happy birthday today. To Louis C.K. Oh. Uh, he's uh, f- uh, 52. 54? I don't know. 53? Jim, 51. Ooh. Oh, well, he looks Whoa. older. Way to go, Pinkman. Sorry, uh, bro. Huh? Happy, happy birthday! <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. Oh, J-Hud. Mm-hmm. Uh, 46. She's in a new movie called El Royale, and I want to see this movie. Okay, good for you. Just telling you, letting you guys, putting that out there. I'm I'm going to go 36. What did Jim say? 46. 46. Oh, my God. That's what I said. You said 36? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 37. On the dot. (laughs) In a row. Thank God I wasn't close. Uh I almost cursed. Okay, oh, I was shocked. Kapuya, kapuya. And finally, Jack, Joey Pants. Joey Pantoliano. Oh, friend of the file. I have a cell phone number from when he was here about 15 years ago. Good interview. Doesn't answer his phone anymore. Joey Pants, how old? I will say he Uh, is 69. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 70. Oh, oh, man. Please. Do it. Go under. Do 68. Do Pinkman, 67. There you go. Uh, Told you. Uh-huh. Roasted. And that's the Lottie Todd. Just call me Moira. We will open up the lines. <laughs> Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin if you win. Good fortune for you for the rest of your life. You lose. Mm. Bad luck for 24 hours. Upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. That can of pumpkin pie filling left over from last Thanksgiving is not going to cut it. Get yourself ready. RealRadio.fm, keyword storm. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Dave's on the line. Dave will play against Pinkman in this bonus round should Dave win he receives a you matter business card that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life however on the other side if Dave loses he will have to undergo at least 24 hours of bad luck Pinkman go to the soundproof booth we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon Dave how are you today Oh, I'm doing all right. Well, just all right? Not good? Just okay? Okie dokie? You're kind of yeah, just, just muddling through it. All right, okay. Well, maybe this will uh, pick you up. I've got ten questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready, Dave? Let's do it. All right, buddy. Come on. Speak right in the phone. Come on. Peppy, peppy, peppy. Here we go. Countdown for Dave. In three, two, one, begin. Dave, actor John Schneider. Remember Dukes of Hazard? He'll be on Dancing with the Stars. How old is Schneider? 62. Speaking of Dukes, what's the student enrollment at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina? Uh, 40,000. Actor John Wayne's nickname was The Duke. Wayne won an Academy Award for True Grit. That movie was released in what year? 1967. True Grit, the book, was first published in what year? 19... 19- 54. Grits are made from ground corn, but the band called Corn, that's corn with a K, has been around since what year? Um, 1997. Corn is known for the music genre called New Metal, but the movie Full Metal Jacket was released in what year? Ooh, my favorite. Uh, 1986. The first half of that movie deals with Marine Corps basic training. The Marine Corps was founded in what year? 1740. Shopping on Amazon, what's the price for a Honer Marine Band harmonica in the key of C? $120. Again, what's that? 120 Okay. Jeff Bezos founded Amazon in what year? Um... 2001. All right, get it within 25. You went outright. If Jeff Bezos was a crow in Albuquerque, New Mexico, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe? Mm, 205. Time. All right, there you go. 205. Bring Mr. Pinkman back in. Mr. Pinkman will roll the dice, whatever that number is. We will add on to the number 18, and that will be his handicap for the afternoon. That might not be a factor today. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll uh, roll the dice, find the dice, roll the dice, let's see what number you come up with. Mm, this is exciting. Oh, boy. What do you got? Uh-uh. A five. All right, there you go. 23-second mm-hmm. handicap. Ten questions for you, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. There we go. In three, two, one. Pinky, if uh, actor John Schneider, remember Dukes of Hazard, he will be on Dancing with the Stars. How old is Schneider? 68. Speaking of Dukes, what's the student enrollment at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina? Uh, 12,000. Actor John Wayne's nickname was The Duke. Wayne won an Academy Award for True Grit. That movie was released in what year? 1967. True Grit, uh, True Grit the book, was first published in what year? 19... 
1920. Grits are made from ground corn, but the band called Corn, that's corn with a K, it's been around since what year? Uh, 1992. Corn is known for the music genre called New Metal, but the movie Full Metal Jacket was released in what year? That was 1989. The first half of that movie deals with Marine Corps basic training. The Marine Corps was founded in what year? 1931. <laughs> Shopping on Amazon, what's the price of a Honer Marine Band harmonica in the key of C? Uh, $12. Jeff Bezos founded Amazon in what year? That was 1998. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jeff Bezos was a crow in Albuquerque, New Mexico, his place of birth, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe? Uh, 111. Time? Woo! Oh, boy. John Schneider will be on Dancing with the Stars. How old is Schneider? <laughs> Mm-hmm. What's uh, Dave said. Oh, uh, 60, th- 62. And Pinkman. 68. He's 58. Oh. Well, he What's the older. student enrollment? What's the student population at Duke University? Dave said. 40,000. Pinkman. 12,000. Not too far off. 15,000. There you go, Pinky. It's all tied up. John Wayne, his uh, nickname, The Duke. Wayne won an Academy Award for True Grit. That movie was released in what year, Dave said? They both said 67. 1969. Ooh, so it's all tied at two apiece. True Grit, the book, was first published in what year, Dave said? 54. Pinkman. 20. Uh, 1968. Okay, Dave takes the lead. Movie was made just one year after the book came out. Huh. Grits are made from ground corn, but corn, the, the band with a K, corn with a K, has been around since what year, Dave said? 97. And Pinkman. 92. Off by one, 1993. Pinkman ties oh, up the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corn is known for the music genre called New Metal, but the movie Full Metal Jacket released in what year, Dave said? 86. And Pinkman. 89. Off by one, 19. <gasps> 87. Oh, that's Dave. He's up 4-3. to three. Uh, The Marine Corps was founded in what year, Dave said? You laughed at this. Dave said, well, not Dave. You, he said 1740. Whatever. The Marine Corps. Yeah. Pinkman said it didn't come into operation until 1931. Fancy. Uh-huh. 1775. Okay, Dave takes the lead again. Who could Shopping forget? on Amazon, what's the price for a Honer Marine Band harmonica in the key of C? Dave said. 120. Oh, Pinkman. 12. Forty dollars ninety seven cents. It's it's back to tied up. I think maybe a yeah. little bit better on Amazon One, two, Prime. Three, four, five, Jeff One, Bezos founded Amazon set, in right? what year? Yeah, Dave said. Oh, Bezos uh, founded Amazon in what year? Number nine. Yep, he said a one. Pinkman, uh, ninety eight. Ninety four. Okay, Pinkman. There we go. Now, One now to go. Is it tied up. Yeah, one two. No, Pinkman has. Five, and so does Dave. Five. Oh! oh. Tied going into the final question. Oh, Damn boy. It. Get it within 25. You went outright. Oh, yeah. If Jeff Bezos was a crow in Albuquerque, New Mexico, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe? And by the way, if you get to Santa Fe, Jeff, call my cousin Carol and ask her to send that information I requested oh, three months God. ago. Oh, my God. Jeff Bezos would have to fly how many miles? Dave said? Two thousand. Uh, two thousand. 205. Pinkman said. 111. Jeff Bezos would have to fly from Albuquerque to Santa Fe a total of 64 miles. Pinkman gets it and wins the game. Sorry about that, Dave. 24 hours of Uh bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and... Closest to the pin. Just one second time difference between our two players. Who would have gotten it? Ah, you don't want to know. Uh, I won. No, Pinkman would have lost by a second. Oh. Liar. What? So far off of the Marine Corps. 
What were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. Should lose for that alone. Whatever. I was thinking Air Force. Uh, is that later? That much later? Yeah, you yeah. know when airplanes were invented? No, actually. No, that was the Air Force. Air Corps. It was in the 40s Thank when you. they switched to the Air Force. Oh. Well, the the Army Air Corps during World War II. Oh, Army Air Corps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll uh, provide you, we'll uh, try to get some more information about Hurricane Florence. Bring that to you. Jack will have some information maybe on that during his mm-hmm. audio file upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Remind me after Jack's audio file. Copper, the price of copper. Catfish, not the price of catfish, just catfish. Copper. And Andrew Zimmern. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. And throw in Waffle House while you're at All right, it. Catfish I don't think so. And uh, Andrew Zimmern. <laughs> Actually, Jim, Waffle House, that's uh, as you uh, talked about. You know, a year or two ago, uh, they is one of the indicators they use right. for the severity of storms. Uh, and they they were just reporting today on the news that, you know, if a Waffle House is closed in an area, they are expecting very bad weather. It's one of the indicators. If the weather if the weather is uh, dangerous enough to force a Waffle House closing, you do not need to be in the area. Uh, so and that is the case in the path of Hurricane Florence as millions flee the Carolina area. Um, however, meteorologist John Weatherby says it is a dangerous storm, so everyone ought to prepare. It's expected to bring life-threatening storm surge and rainfall to portions of the Carolinas and the mid-Atlantic states. I'm sorry, was his name John Weatherby? <laughs> For a weatherman? Yeah, uh-huh. that, uh, and there's more than one. I remember I grew up, Frank Fields uh, had a, a son. His Frank name was Fields. Stormy Fields. Oh, stop it. Hey, no, his yeah. son, he named his son Stormy. Stormy Fields did the weather on ABC well, in New York. They do as part of the legacy, and maybe yeah. sometimes their name says, hey, you know, I'm going to find an occupation yeah. that fits the name. Mm-hmm. And one of the news stations was showing a bunch of them, like uh, Dave Sprinkles is one. And, well, and, did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, had, they had a different one. Well, this is, uh, again, this I, is... Meteorologist John Weatherby. Unfortunately, the analogy is to think of Harvey over Houston last year. Florence may, in fact, get over coastal North Carolina at some position and then stall and not move for several days. One of the uh, hurricane preparations that we do now that we didn't do, uh, let's say in 04 when those three storms came through central Florida, uh, just uh, for technology-wise, you have all your devices, you lose power, you can't charge them. But now, do you have, a, like, a battery backup for your phone? But, like, I have one of those that yes, you can... So if you're going out, if you're going camping, or if you're going to be yes, out when you think you're going to run your phone down, you can plug it into the battery backup that you fully oh, charge oh, you up. you mean like an extended... A power pack. Yes, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I have one. I thought, you know, you didn't ask me if I knew where it was. Yeah, for uh, any of the... A uh, file faithful who catches on iHeartRadio, maybe in the path of the storm, make sure you charge those up. The types of things that will allow these devices to stay on longer, that's going to allow you to stay in contact with loved ones, local officials, and social media, which is really essential for those types of key updates that will help keep you safe. That's right. That is Jonathan McNamara of the Red Cross also. And if your phone is charged, you're able to listen to iHeartRadio for all the storm coverage. 
So that is happening now. President taking some heat for his comments, referring to uh, the the coverage, the um, the response to hurricanes from last year, including Maria, that uh, the, and this coverage in uh, the response in Puerto Rico that he says was an unsung success. That chucklehead. Now the uh, the mayor of San Juan saying, you know. Uh, 3,000 people died on your watch. Uh, Anyway, to be paint that as good news or any type of success is just inappropriate. So uh, that continues to go. She's a pistol, that one. Uh, But, uh, you know, normally I save comedy for the end. However, it's topical because it was the late night trio, three comedians from late night talk show where they took president's comments on uh, Hurricane Florence uh, and... They uh, included it in their monologues. So I now give you Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, and Jimmy Fallon, and Jim Phillips. You get to decide, decide who said it best. Guys, everyone's preparing for Hurricane Florence as it heads towards the East Coast. Today in the Oval Office, Trump spoke about the storm. He really knows what he's talking about. Listen to this. And again, they haven't seen anything like what's coming at us in uh, 25, 30 years, maybe ever. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Don't worry, I'm building an ark and Mexico is going to pay for it. Tremendously big and tremendously wet, which also describes the bed he ordered in Moscow. President Trump commented on Hurricane Florence today and said the storm is, quote, tremendously big and tremendously wet. Hey, man, you're the president. Why do you always describe things like you're blindfolded at a Halloween party? <laughs> it's tremendously big. It's tremendously wet. Ooh, is it brains? Uh, Jim- Jimmy Fallon gets the point. Oh, Jimmy Fallon, really, over Colbert. Colbert. You, you still fun. have this... Uh, you don't like him. It's yeah, clear. Yeah, this prejudice against Colbert. It is Stephen so Colbert. clear when yeah. he's in it. Why even bother? Yeah. Why put him in it? I don't know. You don't like him. I thought just I'm not it. terribly fond of. No, you don't I'm not. give him a fair shot. That I, was I funny give him a fair too. shot. I give him a fair shot. I don't find. I thought Today having. I thought having the funniest joke would have would have been enough to win, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> the Fallon was. He was fu- no, he wasn't funnier. I don't like Colbert. I know, yeah, but that doesn't don't. seem fair in this old lineup. Yeah, I bet you Jimmy Fallon would call this program though if he wins. Colbert's not calling this program. Well, oh, I thought you know who didn't call Conan O'Brien didn't call either. Well, he might have called if he got contacted. Exactly. Oh. What are you saying about Pinkman? He didn't do it. I didn't say anything about Pinkman. I yeah. just said that Conan O'Brien, who won last year, was not contacted, apparently. Whose job was it to contact? Pinkman's. Of course. But don't yell at me. Wait, why not? Well, then who I'm do we yell at? I'm a victim of society. Well, you're not a victim. <laughs> Says you. What does that mean? Oh, all those millennials are victims. They, you know, the whole their whole deal is victimization. Mm. Ooh, who? Oh, well, they're all against us. Um, you know, Jim, you know who are victims? Social Who's Security. A victim? We have to pay for it. Oh my. Uh, who? Jim, victims are U.S. diplomats who were working in Cuba. Oh yeah. When they were, that, uh, you know, uh, some weird. audio uh, weapon that was used against them. Got Sonar thing or something. Microwaved headaches. And they say some have experienced permanent brain damage. Oh my word! Yeah, that's that's those are fighting words. Now this investigation—that's what happened to me. There are some uh, people saying that this links back to Russia. Oh, oh boy! 
this is not an accident. And those who who think this is some sort of rogue operation, I think, are, are operating in a fantasy world. That's former Deputy National Security Advisor John Zarati telling NBC News that what does the, he know? these mistakes. He's a former the, security advisor. <laughs> these attacks are no mistake. Um, so here is the State Department spokeswoman, Heather Nort, saying that no, uh, they, they're not blaming anybody. Of course not. But I, I believe about five different people have come out to say the investigation is pointing in the direction of Russia being Putin involved. Yeah. We so have not assigned any blame, and we continue to look into this. Yeah, so I had a headache when I was in Havana. Oh. oh, you heard that? There was really too much stuff. rum, but... Oh. <laughs> well, Jim, just north of Cuba, we go down to Miami, where Miami-Dade Circuit Judge uh, Teresa Mary Pooler had to explain uh, to uh, Mr. Walter uh, Stolper in court uh, about his situation. Jim, are you familiar with uh, Walter Stolper? No. Uh, he is a man. He lives in Miami. He's been considered odd and crazy, um, but he wanted to blow. He's a 72-year-old man, Walter Stolper, wanted to blow up his apartment building, his condo unit, wanted Why? to blow it up. Oh. Um, in his words, quote, he wanted to blow up Jews. Oh, great. This enhancement makes this a life felony, so there is no bond. I think there's sufficient evidence in here that not only did he have the means to do this, Ooh, means. Um, but that he was doing it specifically um, to, to to kill Jewish people. How old? 72. Uh, he, what were uh, the means? What did he have? Uh, Jim, he had these, um, I, I would say they're about four-gallon size, those uh, those clear liquid bottles, yeah. like you get fryer oil in, yeah. those big ones, those no clear bond. white ones. Sorry. I think he had about 50 of them filled with gasoline oh that he had stored. He had a, a in the condo unit. It's a high-rise condo unit. He had a storage room at the first level, and he had that filled with these things. Then he also had some other elements that you would put in bombs as well. Then he was bringing gasoline into his condo, pouring it down the laundry. I don't know if it was a laundry chute or the dumbwaiter, the chute that goes all the way down. I think it might be a garbage disposal. So it was kind of coating the whole building where you could smell it. A friend of his actually uh, went to the hotel and was talking to employees. They ended up calling the police. And by the time the police got there, they could actually smell gasoline. And they caught this guy in the act of still bringing gasoline in to the condo. Already in the building, he had disposed of eight additional gasoline uh, canisters down the trash chute from the 15th floor. We were minutes away from a potentially deadly situation. Mm. Yeah, that is Luis Diaz, Miami Beach police officer. He was telling me that, you know, he was tired of the association in his building and these Jews in the building. And it, yeah, his friend. Nice. So, uh, and then when they searched his apartment, they living uh, on the Kenilworth. Well, they uh, they found some Nazi memorabilia in his apartment. Arthur Godfrey points. Yeah. Uh huh. What? Nazi stuff in there too? Yep. Oh boy. Yep. So glad anti-Semitism has gone away. Mm-hmm. So that uh, happened nope. in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Aren't you proud? Yeah. Jim, you took flight lessons. I did. Trying to teach yourself. Now, I wasn't trying to teach myself. Well, I had a teacher. Okay. It, well, <laughs> in a never ending quest for you to learn new things, have new hobbies, yeah, explore. Right. 
you know, new tasks. Didn't work out. Do too. you think it might have had a better ending for you? It might have worked out better if you started at a younger age. Yes. Because a lot of people, they, you know, it's, of course. you know, you, you can get your license young. Sure. 17-year-old. Uh, her name is Taraska. That's her last name. Uh, Maggie Taraska. 17. First solo flight. Uh-oh. Uh, Alex, uh, that warrior just part of the right main gear shot and wheel just fell off the airplane. Uh-oh. A wheel fell. Warrior 2496X, right, Tower? Yeah. Okay, Warrior 2496X-ray, the uh, Waco just said that your right main is now missing from the airplane. It is, it's fallen off the airplane, say so your intentions. A wheel. She lost a wheel, and then had to make an emergency landing. First solo flight, 17 years old. Oof. You have to go back to the basics and yeah. you just have to remember what you're doing and how you're going to do it. I heard something and I kind of just felt something was wrong instinctively. She Boy, said, her voice changed. Yeah, well, she's on the ground. She she's landed 15? safely. 17. 17. Was, she said she Oof. was really scared, nervous, obviously. She'd done emergency <laughs> procedures before, but... Normally, you don't expect to lose a wheel on the aircraft. When I saw the flashing lights um, on the airport and on the taxiways and stuff like that, kind of realized that a lot of people maybe thought it wasn't going to go so well. Yeah, yeah, I love the tower. What are your intentions? Yeah. Well, I thought I would like to live and land this thing. <laughs> What are your intentions? Yeah, a 17-year-old Maggie Taraska uh, said she relied on her instinct and got some good coaching from air traffic control. Bad things happen all the time, and it can't deter you from doing what you want to do or doing what you love. There you go. There you go. She said she can't wait to fly again. Oh, of course. Oh, good for her. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the younger you start with these things, the better off you are. Yeah, to recover from... You're more adaptable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, you know, you're like a sponge. <laughs> Soaking up all that yeah. information. Mm -hmm. You can multitask a little bit better, maybe. And they're not afraid of talking to the tower. I'm not talking to the tower. I'm just saying. Jim, this is a problem on the internet. Bullies. Mean people on the internet. So much so, Ariana Grande had to turn off the comment section on her Instagram page. Mm. What? As we uh, reported uh, late last week, and we talked about it this week as well, uh, 26-year-old Mac Miller overdose death, uh, former boyfriend of Ariana Grande. Well, the fandom decided to blame Ariana Grande, Grande and shame her, uh, blaming her for Mac Miller's overdose, saying, you know, because she broke up with him. However, uh, there are people coming to Ariana Grande's defense, and that is including Jim, a very close friend of Mac Miller, uh, he does a podcast. His name is Shane Powers, and he stood up for Miss Grande and wants everyone just to, you know, back off people. Hmm. There could not have been anybody more supportive of him being sober than Ariana. I saw that. I was around it. I took phone calls from her. How do I help? What do I do? This, was, this little girl was unbelievably involved and helpful to him being healthy so if you're thinking about yeah. throwing just, shade her way just back mm, off yeah, here's what you do mr podcast just shut the hell up all right oh, come on. she's had a bad couple of weeks remember the preacher you know reaching oh, around too far boob, yeah and made a joke out of her name which i thought was 
somewhat funny. But, and then uh, all this stuff with Mac Miller. Wow. Mm. She did, but none of it's because of her actions. I mean, she did a fantastic... No, I like just said she had right. a bad couple of weeks. I know, but it's not like she incurred this. Just, you know, she's kind of a victim. Hair extension didn't match the rest of her. It was just bad. Oh, come on. <laughs> just saying. Maybe by design, I don't know. Jim, it's September. Wake me when September ends, because then we have October... And uh, then it's October baseball. You know what that means? Playoffs, baby. Mm-hmm. And one team has already clinched a playoff berth. And a high fly ball in the right center. Backing up Bradley. Jackie there. He's got it. And the Red Sox have won it. A come from behind win. 7-2 to the final. Win number 99 brings with it a postseason berth. That's locked up tonight. Go Sox. The Red Sox have clinched Chowder. a playoff berth mm-hmm. with 99 wins Chowder. already at this point in the season. Nice. They are just, they have been on fire. Does that now, pain you? Do you have to say that out loud? Well, yeah. No, I've accepted it already. Oh, I see. Yeah, it did a while back when I was, when the they swept the Yankees, that's when I knew, okay, we're we're playing for the wild card now. How many, how many games out? From, uh, how many games in second place, behind the second place? Nine. Oh, yeah, that's not so, well, the Yankees are still in position what, for the wild, wild card. That means right. one game, right? Correct. You're either in it or not. I hate it. I, you know, it's. I mean, that's total anxiety. But that's the position you are. The Yankees in any other division, all but one, they mm. would be in first place with their current record. They have ninety wins, and only two teams in baseball have a better record. One of them being the Red Sox. Well, so. you know, yeah. hope springs eternal. Yeah, but uh, American League very strong this year, so it's uh, it's going to be a long road for the Yankees to make it to the uh, the World Series. But right now, the two best teams, judging by record, are the defending World Series champions, Houston Astros, and the Boston Red Sox. So we'll see how that plays out. Speaking of sports, my other team that I love also falling on hard times. Uh, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, yeah. The autumn wind is a Raider, you know. <laughs> you know something. Not for long. It, yeah. What? Where? Where? What's happening to them? The autumn wind is a it's Raider. A Raider. Yeah. That's never going away. That. Yeah, that you is know, never going away. about Las Vegas. There's no autumn. Oh, it's There's no fall. Hot. There's it's, no. It's just hot. It's stinking hot and hotter. Sandstorms yeah. and scorpions and all that stuff. Yeah, but a lot. Of How gl- much autumn was happening in Oakland? Not so much. Well, well, at least you're near the water. You got pirates and all that kind of stuff. There are no pirates near Las Vegas. No, but you have a lot of glitter, Jim, and a lot of sequins. Jim, and it's going to be just fine. Yeah, I really stupid. The hiring of uh, John Gruden, Chucky coming back to the silver and black, didn't really. Didn't Make me happy. No. Didn't do it, didn't do it for me. Thank you, Mo. It uh, did not. I was like well, skeptical. Glitter pirate. And because oh, I think it, now that's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> glitter. <laughs> he, but Chucky seems to make it. Jazz hands. It's more about him. Yeah. Uh, they had a. Uh, we had the best defensive player in the league and had to trade him because they oh. they couldn't you know keep him on board. Khalil Mack went to Chicago. So I was anxious to see how the Raiders would look, and for the first half of a game, they looked okay. But the second half of the game, they really stunk it up on Monday Night Football, and oh. now we know why. Uh, I heard a skunk got loose in our tunnel. Stop it. Uh, I think that's what screwed us up a little bit. That's They're blaming their stinky up. play on yeah, a skunk. Leave the, leave the funny to the funny people, oh. will you please? <laughs> John Gruden. He's oh. never been funny. They had a skunk in the tunnel. You liked him, I thought, on Monday Night Football. Yeah, well, I like him, but I don't think he's funny. Uh. 
Finally, Jim, let's leave you with this. This video is posted at realradio.fm. Besides the news coverage of the jerk yeah. in Miami who is trying to blow up his uh, his condo. Yeah, leave the Jews alone. I've got this video. <laughs> a prankster took a, made it called a Chinese restaurant, okay, to make an order. Ordered food, quickly put him on hold, called another Chinese restaurant on a conference call. Then he muted the phone. So one would read back the order, and the other place thought they were ordering. Yeah. This goes on for over three minutes. The video is at realradio.fm. The boys used to do that all the time. Yeah. The, this is on realradio.fm. You click on, yeah. click on the Phillips file, but it definitely turned into, and it, it seemed like it was a who's on first, Eben and Costello routine, because each one of the restaurants thought the other person was ordering the food, and they were really repeating back the original order until the very end. It was It's, it, it's really funny. Hello, actually. yes, I'm Matthew. Yes, yeah, sir. So you that's the two orders, that's right? Okay. Yeah. What would you like for you? Uh, what you say? I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. What would you like to order? Oh, you order chicken chow mein and the orange chicken rice, right? So you want to order right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I ordered already. You told me already, all right? Jim, yeah. it goes on for over three minutes, back and forth of the the confusion of them just giving the order. Howard Stern used to do it also. Right. Like, couple people. Yeah. Right. That's- so, uh, you yeah, know, someone did somebody it. orders like, I want to order a, a bowl of the, you know, cream of some young guy. Oy. You know, it's oh. just, you know, just. But this is two un, unwilling, classic. unknowing characters classic, yeah. Yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. And, yeah. But it was just the confusion between the two. But the it, it, it kept going for, for three minutes. You it's did. a little wince-worthy. You know, yeah. it's like they're just trying to make a living and put some fried rice in yeah, a box. Exactly. Stop it already. But, but by the very end when they're trying, no, we're the restaurant. You're like, no, no we're, we're a the restaurant, restaurant too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you can see that yeah. the, the whole call at realradio.fm. Click on shows, the Phillips file, and that's where yeah. the videos are. That's your audio file for today. Yeah, guess what? They speak better English than you speak Chinese. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, uh, later in the program, the regular round, the closest to the pin. It's the Phyllis File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Amazon is selling seven-foot-tall live Christmas trees this year. Will it arrive strapped to the top of a UPS truck? Next, a student in Vietnam apparently studies so hard that she sweats blood. People say it's stress-related, but I'm pretty sure this is a biblical plague. Finally... A woman breastfed her baby while running a 107-mile ultramarathon. Some say she's the breast around. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Apply directly to the brain. Apply directly to In the brain. In a small amount of people, there is the slight chance of life-threatening nosebleeds. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Oh, how do you save money when you're carrying a lot? You're listening to The Phillips File. I, I never want to hear this Dwight Yoakam song what again. Is it? Oh, Thank you. come on. Get rid of it. You can just put it on the whatever you have to do. Zap it. There it is. Send it out in the cosmos. I like Dwight Yoakam. I just don't want to hear that song again. I got three things here on the list for you, Jim. Copper, Catfish, and Andrew Zimmern. Check on the price of uh, copper, please, oh, and compare it to a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's way uh, down. 
This I is a uh, bellwether for uh, what? international economies. The economy. They say if mm. you watch the price of copper, if the mm. price of copper goes down, that's a signal that uh, the economies worldwide are, are slowing. What uh, is the connection? Because copper is used in manufacturing. Copper is used in so many different Factories products. And, and when there's less of a de- demand for copper, that means the manufacturing is slowing down. The economy mm-hmm. is slowing down. They don't have as many orders for certain products. I got a scoop. I whether got it's a... used in motors or whether it's used in electronics, wiring, a whole bunch of different things. So if there's less demand for copper. Copper. Hey, copper. So yeah. you Keep your eye on copper. Researching. You like catfish? Yeah, I no. think so. I'm not a, you know, I was it's reading the food thing. section of uh, of the newspaper, and there's a big, you oh, know, yeah. one of the section, the food section is uh, on catfish. And then, that's a, that's I've an never, acquired taste. I don't care for it. I, I, yeah. yeah, I've never had a taste for catfish. A fried catfish. It's always fried anyway. Like, so like fish and chips from. Oh, like, sure. From elixir. Yeah, yeah I know. Fantastic. I like fish and chips, but catfish, yeah. They don't use catfish never... for that. They use cod or something, right? Cod or scrod or no, something. Catfish, they use catfish. For fish and chips? No, no. fish and chips, they use what cod. They use? That's what I said, cod or scrod. Yeah, yeah but fish. you said catfish. No, they don't use catfish for fish and chips. They use catfish for catfish. For catfish, that's it. They use catfish for anything else? Not that I'm, well, no. cat food. I don't know. Oh, stop it. Cat food. No, I've never been a fan uh, of catfish. No. But there was also a, mm-hmm. uh, a big profile of Andrew Zimmern. Mm-hmm. Who came back to Orlando? I think yesterday, the day us. before. Yeah, yeah he's over he at East End Market because uh-huh. he dissed Orlando and everybody jumped on. Said him, there's so no place good back. to eat here. Or something. I didn't know th- anything about Andrew Zimmerman, but it's a perfect case of don't judge a book by its cover. Just because I saw him for a few minutes one time, I said I don't think I care for this person. Oh, it's- and apparently everybody, everything people say is just he's a great guy, stand up guy. He used yeah. to be a down and out homeless drug addict. Mm. And uh, does a lot with uh, prison inmates who are getting off addiction. And it was, a ba- it was a very, very close friend with Anthony Bourdain. I saw his tribute. It was very and moving. And a lot of the article was about, you know, you know, whether it's Bourdain or Andrew Zimmern, they get caught into this, you know, his business businesses, of which he has four or five now, just really taken off. I mean, the dough is really running, but he's always on the road, He's which led to a divorce. Mm. You know, and uh, and he admits, you know, he just because of his business and paying so much attention to his business, he wasn't paying enough attention to his marriage or to his kid. And the, he and Bourdain would talk about getting caught up into this this whirlwind of of their occupations, and uh, and, and to a certain degree, how troubling. It can be, you know, for personal growth. You're doing fine when the paycheck is coming in. The money's just rolling in. Everybody loves you. Everybody who sees you, oh, I want your autograph. Can I get a photo? I love you. You're great. And he said, that wears on you too. Because, you know, you can can start to believe uh, your own press, so to speak. So it was interesting. I changed my mind about him. What's the price of copper? Did you find out? Yes. Price Uh, of copper a year ago was what? A year ago, it was about 3.1. U.S. dollars per pound. Per pound, what is it now? It is now $2.65. Per oh, pound. boy. Oh, boy. Another bellwether is Elkhart, Indiana. And you watch the uh, the production of, of recreational vehicles. Elkhart, Campers Indiana. Yeah. It was like the... The hub, the center. The hub, the, the center F- of yes. RV, mm-hmm. RV manufacturing Correct. in the United States. Mm-hmm. And where did I read? Sales production is down close to 20% since June. 
And now there's some concern in Elkhart about whether some of these companies, because of that slowdown, will have to start laying off people. Oh, no. That's just, you know. Yeah, there are layoffs. Nobody's saying, hey, it's a prediction of a recession or a gigantic rate of inflation. Nobody's doing that. But they say, these are things that, you know, that you pay attention to. And you're like, oh, okay. A friend of the family was laid off yesterday. Worked at a big factory that made ambulances or fire trucks or something like that. Ambuli. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that this is, again, you know, you just start to see the Maybe, I don't warning know. signs. This is the first smoke signal of something to come. I have a bulletin here from the National Hurricane Center. All right. The five o'clock coordinates are out. I got a scoop on this. It's not yet five o'clock, but I'll give it to you anyway. Um, they. We have sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That's right. I don't know if you're tracking it on your tracker, but. Um, Hurricane Florence is currently located at last report about 385 miles southeast of Wilmington, North Carolina, about 420 miles east southeast of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It continues to have winds, maximum winds, 120. Maximum with gusts. Oh, well, gusts are way higher. Yeah. Uh, present movement is northwest at about 16 miles an hour. That is exactly the same. Uh, and the millibars, the pressure, 949. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to no, us. No, it doesn't. It's not for a sinus they, headache. They do say storm surge is supposed to be a doozy. Is that uh, what they say in their report? A doozy. No, I use that, that word That's from the National Hurricane Center. The forecasters threw in no. the word it's going to be a doozy. It'll be a doozy. No, they didn't say that. They do say look out for rising water. Life-threatening inundation is their word, not mm-hmm. mine, during the next 36 hours. And the area of risk is did a little bit of a zigzag. It was headed for North Carolina. Now it's gone down like That's this. That's not a zigzag. It's gone zig. That's a drift or a shift. It hasn't gone zag. It's just gone zig. No, there's no zig. There's zig. No, it just drifts a little bit. There's a big no. difference between it's it's zigzag. Zig. No. no, there's no zig. It hasn't gone back to North Carolina. It's you gone can't a have little a zig. south. No, you got a zig and a zag. It's always a zigzag. Nobody says, hey, you, wanna, you, you need to zig or you need to zag. It's always a zigzag. Yeah. That's a drift. That's a shift. That's not a zigzag. I take no, exception I to the use zigzag. of that word. I said zig. I'm saying there's no such term as zig. If it goes back to north, then it'll be zigzag. It's going down, now it's up. But no, it's only it going goes, down. It's just shifting. It's drifting a little bit. It's ah, right. Not like you're running away from an alligator. It is still a Category 3. That's a zigzag. It's a Category... Florence is a Category 3, according to the National Hurricane Center. So they dropped it down a category. Yeah, but it's just one tick over. If it goes up another couple of, of uh, degrees, uh, a couple of miles per hour... Then it's back to four. It's right on no, the cusp there. Still bad. Yeah. CNN or the Weather Channel. I can't remember which one. Who knows what? You know, Non-stop. everybody's covering. Yeah. Interviewing some chucklehead on the beach. At least I think he's a chucklehead. Yeah, I understand. You know, he's I'm got his wife there, and his around. kids are running yeah. around saying, "Now nah, I got everything boarded up." And they say, "You're on the island. You're on the the banks out here. Yeah, yeah, we got everything boarded up. Yeah, we got enough food and you know, plywood. That's plywood and You know, say, and nobody said. Dude, do you know that... These are kids I mean, here. Really, you know, if you get in trouble, nobody's going to come get you, right? And you got kids. That's the thing. Uh-huh. You know, you, you, you're in your 20s, your 30s. You want to ride out the storm and be some kind of hero so you can tell that tall tale around the bar, which you can te- which you can say anyway, even if you didn't ride out the leave. storm. You can still yeah. come back and say, I wrote it out. I'm a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your kids. And even if you survive the storm, you think those kids won't be traumatized when they hear 100, 120-mile-an-hour winds whipping around for how many hours or days 
or they look out the window if you can peek through the boarded up windows and see, you know, coconuts flying by and cars floating down the street and all that kind of stuff. Stupid. I was talking to two people, one this morning. Sir, one... Thank you, sir. And your name yeah. again, Alan. Alan, you're really stupid. Thank no, you. you. Back to you, Chuck. No, you can't alienate any listeners or viewers, I mean, of these cable channels. He's not a viewer or listener. If he was a viewer or listener, he would he would have said, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. They do try to scare you to get out. Look at it. It's nice and calm out there. Can't even surf. I'm using a boogie board. What do you think of this nose ring? Oh, gosh. You said it was like... <laughs> You know, Ferdinand the Bull. Not a big fan of the nose nose ring. Well, no, it's a nose. The septum piercing. It's a post. It's It's your septum piercing. It's a septum. That that tendon area, that cartilage in between your nostrils. I don't know what it is, but I didn't like it. It Didn't look attractive to me. It it looks like it's something that on your a merry go round. You just want to grab it. Grass ring. You just want to grab it. You know. Like like you're on the tram at OIA? Exactly. You just want to say, can I pull that thing? Yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio Here's Danny wants to talk about the hurricane. Hello, Danny. Hey, Jim. Hey, Phil. Hey, what's um, happening? Well, they say the worst thing about the hurricane is going to be the water, but they don't have to worry about it because Trump's going to be handing out rolls of paper towels. Yeah, I got to give it to Trump. I thought it was a stupid move, but he's got a pretty good flip of the of the of the hand. He's got that jump <laughs> that shot hand, you know, <laughs> that jump shot toss. It's you know, uh-huh. I mean, I thought it was kind of stupid. I'm standing there in Puerto Rico, you know, flipping out rolls of uh, paper towels, but he's got a pretty good wrist action going there. <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you, Danny. Mm-hmm. If only that could have helped save lives. We have some new information about the hurricane. Hurricane Florence. We'll get to that in a minute. But something I was thinking about during the break. Because I have a love hate relationship with this, you know. You see the guys for CNN or the Weather Channel, and they're standing there. And there's always, always, it seems to me, somebody in the background, right? And they yeah. got their cell phone, and they're walking around. And you know what they're doing? Said, I think I'm on the Weather Channel yeah. right now, right? Now? And yeah. then they, I'm and then it. they wave. Yeah. They wave. <laughs> you see the baseball games yeah. too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy's trying to do his work. I mean, he's standing there trying to. Right. I wonder if you know anybody says, you know, please don't. You know, no. it's fine. Just don't. You know, no shenanigans. 
You know what I'm saying? Walk around, wave if you want to. But you no know, flipping the fingers or anything. That's an FCC violation. You have to tell them some big, long story yeah. to think that they get fined $50,000 and go to Leavenworth for five years. So it's, it's okay, but you know you have, to, you have to behave yourself. Otherwise, it's a federal offense that... You know that uh, <laughs> some of the local... Uh, I was married to a former TV photographer, news photographer, and he said that when they would go out with a reporter and there was always kids in the background jumping around, acting the fool, or even grown-ups, like you say, during a weather emergency, he it was his responsibility to say to them, we're going on the air in two minutes. Cut that out or get out of the shot. Gene Taylor used to be a, a videographer yeah. over at Channel right. 6. He yeah. might still be over there. He would say, you get out of there and go beat your ass. Right. <laughs> Right, you just you can threaten them. We're going on the air with a live shot in thirty seconds. Get move out of that out of the shot! I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, move out of the way. And yeah. he would. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he would. <laughs> he so would. But I always wonder whether you know. Uh-huh. I, think, I mean, cops can't. They can't afford to have a security guard or a cop. No, no, you know, no, so no, they no. Make a, you know. Yeah. So you just live with it, I suppose. But you give them a warning, and then you give them the stink eye. No, I don't know if it's good to. Yeah, you know, some of those people. You give them a warning. Before you go it's on like the air for your kids live on show. Better Call Saul. Have you caught up with the last episode? I did. I watched it last okay. night. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. like kids like that. And if you say something, you better watch your step. You're pulling a trigger that you don't want to pull. Because do- oh, then they go, hey, we were just going to wave to our friends. But now that you got mean, yeah. mm-hmm. now that you got an attitude, mm-hmm. uh, we're just now waiting for that red light to go on. Oh. Well, they pull their pants down and moon the... <laughs> Uh-huh. I bet those directors at the you know back at the network are like, have your finger on that button, have your finger on that on that slide. You get you get ready to move soon as he unbuckles it. You you mm-hmm. switch, switch to another scene, yeah. another camera. There was a, a go to Cantori. <laughs> there was a lovely young reporter on the beach interviewing people who were saying, and he was talking about how great it was. And she wrapped up her interview and threw it back to the anchor in New York or Washington. And the man said, can I say one more thing? And I thought he was going to give some tips on riding out the storm. And then he proceeded to give a Bible verse. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, please. And that's what's going to save him is that he's going to, man, you know. he's got faith in Jesus. Uh, Jesus is going to get him through the storm. I guess. Know? But, you know, I'm not sure on the news that he needs to. Well, well I guess that's fine. He, you uh, know, he went it would on that be interesting so- if they would follow up a few days later to see if he's still alive. Oop. I don't know. He's just laying there in a pile of rubble. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of Jesus now? <laughs> no, those are the Ten Commandments. Oh, what do you think Moses now? What do you think? Of, yeah, what do you think of Jesus yeah. now? Where's your Moses a lot now? Of good did it. Right. <laughs> anyway, so oh, yeah. uh, whenever they do the live stuff, you, you that's just a recipe for disaster because people want to get on TV and they want to act the fool, and so yeah. Sometimes it's, you see a lot of teenagers, and they're not quite sure what to do, and then they sit on the park bench and they're on their phone and they're just like, like hey, you can twirling see me. their hair, and I'm on the TV. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I love you, Todd. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> so anyway, we've got new information about the storm. It's according to the National Hurricane Center in Miami, according to Mo, who read the advisor, it's going to be a doozy. Mm-hmm. That's what they, yeah, well, that was my interpretation. They did say uh, further down in this five o'clock uh, coordinate uh, alert bulletin, whatever they called it, they did say that the the breadth of it, the width of the storm, 70 miles out from the center, is hurricane-force winds. They extend outward up to 70 miles from the center, and tropical-force winds go another 195 miles out. feel bad for Rachel Maddow. Why? Because Rachel Maddow will probably continue to broadcast some kind of, 
you know, testimony from some courtroom related to Trump or whatever, and all the other networks and the Weather Channel, they're all focused on this time. This is the big, big, this is the story. You know, any well, network media could say, hey, what are we going to cover? What's going to be number one in our coverage? And Hello, it's the storm. Well, it's the Florence, storm, right? It's, and Rachel say, no, I've got some new information, you know, about uh, Stormy Daniels and the president. And, okay, Rachel. I think that the urgency of the storm, since it's 24 hours from landfall, it has to bump out all that other yes. stuff, right? I mean. Didn't bump her last night. Really? Well, it was our, that was two days out. Everybody was covering this thing. They're no, all had, over it. Yeah, but you got Bob, you, you got to jump on it early. She had Bob Woodward on though. You got to last Bob night. Woodward's been all over. It's not like oh my god, Bob Woodward has finally emerged. Mm. He's been all over the damn place. Well, it's she's only about, been two days. She, she's about number forty-one in the number of interviews. His first TV interview was Sunday morning, and so I know he was on uh, late night and. Been NPR. The, and, he's been on NPR. He's been on MP, he's been well, on TV. See, yeah. the things you watch, you hear him a lot. But for the people who just watch MSNBC, that's the that first time first they're, shot they're getting it. it. Now, people who watch MSNBC are probably aware that Bob, they're listening to other things as well. God help you if that's the only thing you're paying attention to is MSNBC. No. <laughs> but, Jim. Well, I'm just saying people who watch MSNBC are plugged in a little bit more politically than regular Joe Blow who doesn't pay his who's watching Dancing with the Stars or something else at night. It's a good time that Dancing with the Stars. Two major announcements. Uh-oh. What? Two. One. Quickly. This has been a 6-month battle for me trying to get this station heard everywhere you should be able to hear this station. What I mean specifically is the Google Home Assistant. You know how people have the Alexa devices? Mm-hmm. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Yes. And right. if you have an Alexa device, it is now playing Real Radio. You're welcome, people. Now, the Google Home Assistant is the counterpart to that. I've had one, got it in March, and for some reason, it would say, you'd say, play Real Radio, it said, okay, and then a minute later, it said, we don't know what went wrong. Finally, today is the day where Real Radio can now be heard on the Google Home Assistant. So if you have one of those in your home, all you have to do is say, okay, Google, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio, and we are there for you in your smart speaker, making it even smarter. You have to say, okay, Google? Hey, okay, Google, or hey, Google, one of the two. And every time we say it, we're listening to you. Someone's speaker is now chirping up. (laughs) Listening to you twenty four seven. I have a radio in the other room, and when one of those promos runs, that my Google speaker in the other room says, "Yes, we hear you snoring." (laughs) You know, the other day was it yesterday? What was the first question on the bonus round of closest to the pin? Oh, how would I remember any such? Had something to do with? uh, It had something to do with the nine eleven terrorist attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many? When I'm typing, when I'm when I'm on Word and doing and looking for information, God, what was? I need some more information about that. How many hijackers? Do you think by any chance there's some algorithm somewhere with the NSA or the CIA or the FBI? where it automatically goes into some kind of system where it's... Oh, you're looking for hijack information. I bet it does. Yes. Maybe. You think? Maybe. I don't know. You could have asked you do, Alexa. You do, a, you do a Google search on 9-11, or you, so when was Osama bin Laden 
killed by special forces. Yeah, you was, think that's not going into some kind of system to be... The echelon system that looks for keywords and anything sent electronically to you, kind of flag I things? A dollar. I can't prove it, but I would bet a dollar that it does. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, remind me to talk about a documentary I saw last night on the History Channel when we get back later this uh, afternoon. Time for that regular round of Closest to the pin. I'm playing against Nick. Owen is the backup. What's the prize? That would be a pair of tickets to see Kathy Griffin Laugh Your Head Off Tour at the Bob Carr Theater uh, tomorrow, September nice. 13th. You can buy tickets now. Go to drphillipscenter.org for more info. Thank you very much, Mr. Pink. Let's get this game underway and get Nick on board. Hello, Nick. Hello. Ready to play? Let's do this. Got a prize for you. Got a category. It was submitted to us by Brad, co-producer for all gaming here on the Phillips File, and it's called I Smell a Rat. All right? All right, let's do this. Facts and figures about members of Frank Sinatra's Rat Pack. (laughs) That's a good one. Feeling good about it, Nick? I can do this. I know you can. I believe in you. Pinkman, you believe in him? I believe in Nick. I know Mo believes in you as well, Absolutely. Nick. Absolutely. Here we lying. go. In three, two, one. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop all in Ocean's Eleven, the movie. In what year was it released? 62. Peter Lawford's first marriage was to socialite Pat Kennedy, a younger sister of then U.S. Senator John F. Kennedy. What year were they wed? Uh, 59. Joseph Abraham Gottlieb, you know him as Joey Bishop, started in the sitcom The Joey Bishop Show. How many seasons for the show? Three. Before he joined the Rat Pack, Dean Martin crooned That's Amore. It was his big hit in this year. 61. He could act, he could dance, and oh my, could he sing. Frank Sinatra sold over 150 million records. How many Grammy Awards for The Voice? Seven. Nine. All right, good job. Put you on hold, Nick. Going to bring Jim back in. Get Nick's time. We did that pretty quick. All right, don't let Jim know. We are going to put a five-second handicap on him tonight. But I'm going to tell him. I'm not telling. I'm telling him after. Shit. What do you say, Gary? Pickman opening his mouth? What? No. Only uh-huh. always. <laughs> we were talking about lunch today. Mm-hmm. Lunch was good. Yeah, I had a cheeseburger. Chicken tacos from Elixir. I'm never moving from that salad. jalapeno peppers. Never. Mo, you like That's the salad? What kind of dressing did you have with the salad, Mo? It was some kind of balsamic vinaigrette or something. I don't know. It was spectacular. I had the Southwest chicken wrap, and it was absolutely See? delicious. This is all from Elixir Bar and Grill. Now, Elixir has a lot going on. And they have the best lunch downtown by far. Thursday, 70-cent wings. Friday, half off the menu after 5 p.m. And Elixir is where you can watch the boxing match this Saturday. It's Alvarez versus Triple G this Saturday at Elixir on Washington near Orange, downtown Orlando. Great food, great times, and a great boxing match. Well, we'll see. Elbows in. Hands up, elbows in. 
Jim, I was able to confirm that fight, sir. Are you ready? It is middleweight. Yeah, it's middleweight. That's yeah, what middleweight. I said. Middleweight. Oh. That's what you said. Middleweight's always put on a good fight. That's I know Moira kept, Moira kept saying featherweight. GGG. We up, just knew. the head, elbows in. Elbows in. Get the elbows in. Alvarez versus Triple G. Mm-hmm. Pound for pound. Punch off the back foot. Always up the back foot. Sweep the leg. Got to be on the back foot. Sweep you the ready what? to play? What do you say? Sweep the leg? Sweep the leg. No, oh, sweep the leg. Yeah, sweep the lake, Mo. Like, what, is he, what does it have to do with boxing? Oh, it's, it's how a you technique. Cl- it's how you clean your fuller brush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to sweep the lake. Knock him on Queer Street. Oh, boy. Jim, <laughs> a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Yes. I smell a rat. Okay? Right. Category about it. rats. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. And the pizza rat in New York. No, actually, it's facts and figures about members of Frank Sinatra's rat pack. I smell a rat. Yeah, okay. Ready to go? Sure. Reset the clock. Begin in three. We begin in two. We begin in one. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop. All in Ocean's Eleven, the movie. In what year was it released? 63. Peter Lawford's first marriage was to socialite Pat Kennedy, a younger sister of then-U.S. Senator John F. Kennedy. What year were they wed? 57. Joseph Abraham Gottlieb, you know him as Joey Bishop, starred in the sitcom The Joey Bishop Show. How many seasons for the show? Three. Before he joined the Rat Pack, Dean Martin crooned That's Amore. It was his big hit in this year. Uh, 55. He could act. He could dance, and oh my, he could sing. Frank Sinatra sold over 150 million records. How many Grammy Awards for The Voice? 18. Whoa. Jim, it was a secret until now, but I will let you in on it. We are adding five seconds to your time as a handicap. This is every day. You don't know that. Uh -uh. Oh. Oh, it's so close. Go Good. I was about to add some more uh, seconds, but is, that's not happening. It is, oh, come on, bro. It, it won't matter. <laughs> Your answers were super close as well. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Same. Jim, would you like me to take off a second of your time? I don't just score the game. I'm confident in my answers, but not that confident mm. to add time. Before we had all the modern day ocean movies, there was the original Ocean's Eleven. Uh-huh. And they filmed it at night after they were performing in Vegas. The whole Rat Pack, uh, Clooney's version, George Clooney's version, came out in 2001. But the original came out when? Nick said 62. That's Jim. a good guess. Jim one upped him at 63, and it was 1960. Even 1960, oh, Nick God. gets the point. It's one nothing. Oh, you guys were oh, neck and neck Nick. like this the Come whole on. way. Yep. Nick's got Should've Phillips the ties. against the ropes. GGG. Uh, oh, what? Peter Lawford. Uh-huh. Yeah. First marriage was to Pat Kennedy, younger sister of U.S. Senator John F. Kennedy. Right. Uh, Sinatra dubbed him brother in Lawford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what year were they wed? Nick said. Again, very close. Nick said 59. Jim? Jim's. 57. 1954. Jim's on the right side of history there. It's tie. One to one. Three to go. Come on. Come on, Jim. Joseph Abraham Gottlieb. Yeah. Joey, you got to change your name. That'll never work. Okay? Let's go with Joey Bishop. All right. And there you have the Joey Bishop show. Lasted for how many seasons? Ah. Nick said. They both said three. The answer is four. Oh. It remains tied at two to two. Oh. Here to go. Oh. Come on, Jimmy. He also hosted a late night talk show with Regis Philbin he as did. his young sidekick. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, before Dean Martin joined the Rat Pack, you know, he was a crooner, and That's Amore was his big hit. What year was that? Nick said. 61. Jim. Ooh. 55. 53. Jim now leads 3-2. to two. Oh, my! And then we come to Francis Albert Sinatra. He might get it right on the money. Over 150 million records with movies like The Manchurian Candidate, The Man with the Golden Arm, and From Here to Eternity, Oscar. Yeah, Man with the Golden Arm with Arnold Stang. Chunky, how, what a chunk of chocolate. Oh, of course. How many Grammy Sorry. Awards for Francis Albert Sinatra? Uh-oh. Nick said. Seven. Jim. 18. The answer? 11. Nick is closer. Nick ties the game, and we go to time. Oh, crap. <laughs> It's been a while since we've I know he was quick. I wasn't in there long. No. All right, come on. Lay it on the line. I can take it. I'm a big boy. Uh, holy <laughs> Mo, come be, on. Be ready to console him. All right. Oh, damn it. Nick answered in 53.8 seconds. 53.8. Jim's adjusted time with handicap, 52.4. Oh, one oh, second. Oh, By a second, oh, Jim wins. Oh, so sorry, Nick. Uh, I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will work, but I can't lose. I win. Oh, is there Ooh, no one that that to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Yeah, he knew some stuff. Grenades. I salute yeah. you, Nick. Closest to the if you gave up another second, you still would have won by four tenths. But oh, is that right? Had, had you gotten, you know, Randy, yeah, mm. and gone for two. What's the win-loss record? 94. <laughs> 32. You're still at 32. 32 losses since... The I s- first of the year. I maintain you will not hit 40 before you retire. I'm not. That's even, safe. That's a good get. Best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so bet, it, bet me then. Bet me, Phillips. Bet me. No, you bet with Pinkman. Pinkman, I, bet me. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's in that mood. All right, let's get a check of the news. Oh. And I want to talk about that documentary I saw last night. Plus, we can talk Ooh. some more about catfish and copper and uh, RV yeah. sales and Andrew Zimmern. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A maximum security prison in California is teaching men how to do their hair and nails. In other, unrelated news, there has been a sudden uptick in well-manicured escapees. The bars appear to have been filed down. <laughs> Next, a woman has spent $10,000 on werewolf baby dolls. I don't want to say she has a problem, but, well. Finally, a woman in California is in some trouble after she faked having a firefighter husband so she could get some money from people. Sounds like she's a liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Oh, yeah, WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They're not the banks. They're better than the banks. Brad Siebert and his team, they work hard. They work for you. Matter of fact, Brad Siebert, the only time I know he won't be working is Saturday afternoon because he's going to be playing pickleball with us. But uh, we're excited about that, and we're excited about WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs. I've used them for a refinance. I know many of my friends have used them as well with great success. And if you're in the market for a new home, we are not the banks has a certified home buyer program that can help you. You eliminate the doubt. You compete against cash offers with this certified home buyer program. And you actually you'll have the advantage in a multiple offer situation it really makes your offer stand out and allows you to close faster on that dream home. Um, we are not the banks.com, a direct lender mortgage is made easy can close in 30 days. In most cases for all your mortgage needs, go to their website. We are not the banks.com. 
Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From the... No, Scott Maxwell today has got the day off. We'll give him a pass on that, on the Phillips file today, among other things. We've talked about price of copper and RV sales and Andrew Zimmern and catfish and, of course, Hurricane Florence. So anyway, I'm watching this documentary last night on the History Channel. Not a lot of attention being paid other than, you know, the news, the network news or whatever, about the 17th, if you want to call it, anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. They had this documentary on the History Channel, and it was 15 minutes into it, and it was just a lot of raw video from 9-11. Much of it I'd never seen before. And uh, they had a countdown clock essentially saying, here's, here's the time, and mm-hmm. you know, it's an hour and a half before the plane strike the Twin Towers, then it's an hour, and then 30 minutes, and you see all this stuff, and then first, uh-huh. that first tower comes down, the whole hell is breaking loose, sure, right? people are running in the streets. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just awful, just awful. And there's part of that video before the second tower came down, and you see these firefighters, you know, these New York City firefighters, you know, with the you know the firefighter hat and the gear, all the gear and the heavy coats and the, and and they're you know some of them are hauling what are the air tanks or oxygen tanks? I always get them mixed up. And uh, you know some are hauling you know hoses and fire axes and they're they're heading for the second tower. Okay. Oh, they're and running. you're just sitting. Oh. No, 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 they're not running. They're just they, you know you can't run with all that stuff. Oh, but, I see. You know they're 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 heading for the second tower. There's one shot where you see them. From the back, where they're heading towards the tower, you see the entire tower, second tower, smoke, you know, and it's coming out of it, and you and you're just going, what? Because you know how it ends, of course. And then you see a close up of where they're walking past the camera, mm. and you just see the the faces of these young guys, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, and they're just going to do what what they're going to do. Their they're go, they're going to go and try to save people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it breaks your heart, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it breaks your heart. And then uh-huh. Lisa Mike, I started getting pissed off again. Pissed off, yeah, because the camera then swings to there's other footage of people, you know, who are blocks and blocks and blocks away because they're watching it on screens in Times Square or whatever. Yes, and they're saying, Yeah, well, yeah, I'll go bomb the sons of bitches who are responsible for this. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing one of those, yeah, we ought to go damn bomb. Why you just you get angry. Yes, you do. Oh well, you do. I, I never. I think a lot of people was never part of it for me. But. You never got angry at the fact that what? there were people responsible for killing three thousand people. I don't know. Angry is really the word for it. I, I don't remember feeling angry. I, every year, I watch in real time, usually, um, the whole process of building one, building two, Pentagon, all of it. I watch it in real time, and for me, it's more heartbreaking than anger. I don't remember feeling the anger at the time. Well, I do. Yeah, I I sure do. You do. I I remember. I sure as hell do. I said someone is responsible for this, and whoever is responsible for this should pay. Now, I might add, it got us into a lot of a big mess. Yeah, things that were taking place that I think they had planned from the get go, and this was the catalyst to say, "Let's go ahead." We had people who used to listen to this program who called us before 9-11 said, they're moving troops around, they're moving tanks around, uh, you know, you can't say anything about this. 
we see the you know we see shipments of bombs you know whether they were in Jordan or Turkey or where, wherever they were and they say something's going on. Well, Richard Clark at the time also he, he had a book about this as well. He said that, yeah, on, that? on September twelfth it was clear that the administration was going to use this not only for Afghanistan, but also uh, as uh, the reason well, to go into Iraq again. Be that as it may. All right. That's, you know, we can look at in, in hindsight and say, you know, we should have known better, but we didn't. But, yeah, it was just, yeah, well, of course it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because, you know, these, these people are not alive. They left a lot of loved ones behind. But at the same time, you just get into that, that visceral, oh, somebody's got to pay for this. Somebody, you got that right. You know, these people on the streets of New York City, they're angry. They just saw these gigantic buildings come down, and they know friends or maybe relatives or, you know, people who live beside them are dead. Right. And anyway. So. It was that moment when the, angry. The, the plane went into the second building because that was the moment you knew it wasn't an accident. It wasn't just one off. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it was intentional. Yeah. Right. That's when I got mad. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go. I mean, it's that. Well, somebody's got to pay for this. I mean, this is not. Uh, this is not an accident. Somebody did this on purpose, and whoever is responsible for this, well, you got to pay. And years later, he did. Unfortunately, thousands of uh, other Americans paid, besides those who died in the right. Twin Towers attack. At least I believe, uh, were sent to their uh, death for really. Not the right reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is any reason to invade Iraq, but maybe that's to draw your attention away from something else. But that's the uh, beauty of hindsight. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm good, but listening about it just made me sad. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so sad yesterday. There was a lot of good stuff on History Channel. Heartbreaking. It was, that's heartbreaking. That. Yeah. Yeah. You want your, yeah, maybe it's inappropriate. I wanted my pound of flesh 17 years later. I mean, you know, it only lasted a short time, but it was like I was starting to get angry about that. Yeah. And to Sons me, when bitches. I all this was going on, all I could think of was Nam. It was like, oh, God, we're doing another Nam or. You know, yeah, well, there were some of us who said, don't need to be, but you know, know, we needed to be. We didn't need to be in Vietnam. You know, someone didn't mention it during the John McCain uh, memorial service that Henry Kissinger got up that that old fart that Secretary of State got up there to say some things about John McCain. I left. I said, I'm not going to sit there and listen to a man who worked with Richard Nixon to extend that war three years longer than yep. it should have, and how many American boys died, and how, yep. many, how many people in Vietnam died for political reasons because they thought, uh, Richard Nixon thought politically it was expedient to extend the war when they could have brought it to an end earlier. I wasn't going to yep. listen to that I son agree. of a bitch. He's got blood on his hands, just like Cheney's got. I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry again. Settle down, you. They got <laughs> okay, blood on their I'm hands. Out. McNamara had blood on his hands. Cheney has blood on his hands. You know, these people are always, the, you know, they're always the one that send young people off into battle and get killed. And then you look back and say, well, what was that all about? And they're never, yep. never held accountable. Well, what I called about uh, was I wondered if you all had heard about the gray man in South Carolina. What, what's the gray man? Well, oh, he's this. a ghost. No, and I haven't heard of he's, this. He's been around since like 1822, the gray man. And supposedly the legend says that when a hurricane's coming that yeah. way, if you see the gray man, 
your house and you will be safe. Oh, uh, no well, kidding. Yeah, your house will be safe, but you'll be dead because you'll be faint well, of a heart no, attack. because the, I know you're going to dispute me, but I don't know. But I believe in stuff like this because I'm just a wacky old lady. You ever seen a ghost? No, but I have felt them around me. I think I have. Mm. Uh, I think I have I've never too. Seen one. I like to. I like to say that I don't believe in ghosts, but I also have to say yes. I think there have been times where I go, "What was that?" Yeah. Mm. And sometimes, whether it's an animal that I owned or had, or whether it's it's been more that than a than a person. Yeah, and you just have the feeling they're right there with you. I thought I saw a, a Seminole Indian one time when I lived out at uh, on the shores of Lake Apopka mm-hmm. many, many, many years ago. Just that, just that fleeting walking by the window. What the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. you know, with the standard Seminole Indian headdress and the, yeah, the headdress and the colored shirt and all that. And I said, uh-huh. "Okay, what's uh, that?" It was FSU. <laughs> Well, that's no, not funny. Just... I didn't think that was funny at all. Oh. Number one, you're not allowed well, to say FSU on this program. Uh, Please, <laughs> on FSU. Oh. <laughs> now you've gone and done it, Beth. Now you've gone and done it. Get him. FSU. Well, you know, he would have said it. If I, I wouldn't have said it. I never say, you know, I only <laughs> say it when I have to put people in their place. I said Seminole. <laughs> All right, Beth. Oh, see you God, later. She's okay. just Got that witch <laughs> cackle going. She's laughing, laughing, laughing. Yes, yeah, so uh, this Am- Andrew Zimmern, he was in uh, Orlando for a couple of days, I think. Yeah, he was. Tony At least for one day. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, Make it nice, it, you know. Whatever. And when I, even that, you know, you judge a, sometimes you judge a book by its cover. I just saw, you know, a few minutes when he was on TV and strange things. I said, who's interested in that? It's a bunch of crap. And then I decided because mm. uh, that's the way we operate sometimes. I don't like you. Well, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was backed up. I, mean, you know, I never give a second thought to Andrew Zimmern. And then the nonsense came up about someone was asking a, a chef friend, I think, in New, or- New Orleans, whether there was any place to dine in Orlando. And Andrew Zimmerman said, uh, and that really Maybe essentially said, yeah, not says- really. And then, uh, of course, the the town exploded. Thanks for nothing, Andrew. Yeah, I got news for you, but they're they're great places to dine in Central Florida now. Maybe 20, 25 years ago, eh, not so much. We would agree with you. (laughs) But uh, nowadays, wonderful places all over Mm -hmm. Central Florida to dine and have great cuisine, great food. So he came back to Orlando to atone for his, uh, I guess, his sins. But there's a profile, a big, long profile of him Mm -hmm. in the food section of the New York Times and... I read it today. It's just okay. Let me read about this guy who I don't like for mm-hmm. no legitimate reason. <laughs> That's true. And apparently, he's a pretty good guy. Drug. He was former drug addict, alcoholic, really oh, down and down and out. You know, and um, you know, finally got away from the addiction. He helps uh, uh, inmates in prisons with their drug addiction. Uh, does a lot of that kind of stuff. And it just does a lot of, uh, apparently, a lot of good work. But he and Anthony Bourdain, at least according to this article, were very, very, very close. More than just, hey, you know, you're doing a TV show, I'm doing a TV show, see you later. No, they were, yeah, buddies. Mm -hmm. And would often spend hours together, not talking about cuisine, but really talking about the trials and tribulations of being involved in so much work, and especially work like this, where you're always on the go. You know, you're under the pressure of ratings. Anybody in this business, there's a certain level of pressure uh, that you always have. 
You're only as good as your last show. And he's doing this and doing that. The money's rolling. He's rolling in the in the dough. When he used to be just flat broke, he was living in a in a in a essentially in a warehouse. No kidding. Yeah. Mm. Uh, stealing handbags mm. from the backs of, di- of of women who were dining outdoors to feed a, a heroin addiction. I mean, he was just wow. down and out. Finally, just found his groove. And uh, but a lot of a lot of talk, and they, they talked to other people who know him. And say, you know, they they they, they get concerned about it because he's one of these guys who's always on the go. He's always got to be on the go, on the go, on the go. Probably, maybe. Feeling if he's not doing something, then he's going to fall. What's so interesting on that screen? I always see on that screen. What are you looking at all the time? Who are you talking? Oh, Jack. it's the uh, the storm. What is it? No, v- it's, poker video game. What is it? No, it's Putin <laughs> talking about. Remember the poisoning of the the former ex spy in London? Yes, and he's saying that the Civilians. suspects are not criminals. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, it wasn't involved with the KGB or whatever they call themselves now. They were a couple of civilians. Uh, he said, what big deal? No medal for you. No connection. Phillips File oh. on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. I recall in this uh, just, uh, yeah, because I don't want to see Mo do that hand jive thing anymore. <laughs> really bothers me. I'm sorry. Shot Doctors here <laughs> from our sister station, FM 96.9, the game Orlando sports leader, home of, among other things. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chad. Home of the Orlando Magic. Yeah. yeah. Home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Home of UCF football and yeah. all UCF what? sports. We continue on. We have all that stuff. Orlando um, City Soccer. All right, before City I get soccer, to uh, casting call, which is a good one today, we'll do a speed round quickly. I didn't prepare for this, but I'll just wrote some things down. Ooh. Speed round, five different subjects. Give me five. Give me 10 or 15 seconds. Uh, Miami Dolphins. A gut-wrenching win, but I'm not sure how many more games they can win with the roster that they've got. All right, Tampa Bay Bucks. Surprise win against the Saints. Philadelphia's coming in this week. Tough game for Tampa Bay. Jags. A gutty win against the Giants, but the Patriots are coming in. Jags in trouble. Gators. Uh, losing to, to Kentucky for the first time in 32 years is worse than buffoonery. You're correct. The Seminoles. <laughs> uh, a game against Sanford that they toyed around with with, with a terrible team and won. They're going to get a lot better fast. All right, UCF Knights. Day off this week, but next week they will be ready when FAU comes in as Lane Kiffin's team. There you go. Thank you very much. Good speed mm. round. All right, here's what we're going to do, Mr. Pingman. Pay attention because I'm going to give some uh, directions here, all right? Mm. All right. Uh, Mo is the assistant director, and when she when I yell action or yeah. say action, she's got the clapboard, right? Listen up. Right. Because I will start doing something. Don't don't start uh, the music, all right? Okay. Then Mo will join in, and then I will cue you to start the music, all right? Okay. Then you will cue Shot Doctor to do what he has to do. Okay. All right? Okay, I think I, I am got discombobulated it. right now because everybody's doing all these things at once. All you have to Just do is worry. Shot. All you have to do is worry about the cue from Pinkman. Shot, the one person who knows less about what's happening right now than you is me. So You don't have to worry about anything until the end. Okay, got all it. All right? After the shot doctor does what the shot doctor is supposed to do. Oh, sure. After he takes a cue from Pinkman. Jimmy, baby. All right. Jimmy. Assistant director, ready? Ready. Hold on. <laughs> Are you ready? Everybody needs to be quiet. Settle down. What? Go to your marks. I said go to your marks, please. And 
I didn't say action. I didn't say action. I always clap before you say action. Where have you been? You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. So you I don't, clap you don't have to... Yeah. I do. You do I swear I do. We shouldn't. That, we were doing it backwards. We were just saying action and then the clap, but that's like backwards. Action it's, and then you clap, hit the no, clap. It, All right, clap let's first, try it that time. The way they really do it in Hollywood? Yeah, yes, sir. And no, no. Yes, that's the way. That is absolutely the right way. Don't make me side with her, please. All right, that's fine. Ready? I'll flip it around. Okay. No, don't do it the do it the okay. right way. Ready? Action. Volume, please. Cut. Oh, cut. I need volume, 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 volume on the music, please. Volume on the music. Set your marks. Get ready. Take a deep breath. Shot, doctor. Okay, ready. Action. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a jet, let them do what they can. You got brothers around, you're a family man. You're never alone, you're never disconnected. You're home with your own. When company's expected, you're well protected. Then you are set with a capital J, which I'll never forget till they cart you away. You stay. Uh, Jet, when you're a real Jet. Oh, a little ahead of the music, but that was a good first try. This is the best. I don't think I can, yeah, I don't want to go what through that done? again. We're not done. I know. A good first try, Jim. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Do you have, like, the full script where you're supposed to start talking? After the song? No. No. That's why you had the you extra lied script. to me. Wait a no, minute. you said, does he have a script? He thought he had the script. Yeah, he thought he oh, had what he had. the script? He doesn't have the, the park All right, after well, let's the get song. that. Okay. Oh, he doesn't have that part. Pinkman's bringing oh, it in. Oh, you just have that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I you made... don't have that. No, I made a mistake. No. No, you, you didn't I can know. fix this. All right. Sorry, Pinkman, this is my fault. I'm, notice I, I notice his fingers have never left his hands. My fingers never leave my hands. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, can we get any more volume on the music, please? Wow. Yeah, I need uh, the uh, internet technical director to boost the volume on the uh, on that thing. Yep. Let's go digital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. That's gotta be. You gotta get, dude. You gotta get it louder. I need volume. You know what I'm saying? Volume. That's good. That's okay. full. From, we'll that's from that the queue. All that's right. Full and that's Ready. in the red. Assistant director. Here we go. And action. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a jet, let them do what they can. You got brothers around, you're a family man. Never alone, you're never disconnected. You're home with your own. One company's expected, you're well protected. Dun 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 dun. 
then you are set with a capital J, which will never forget till they cart you away. When you're a jet, you stay a jet. I know Tony like I know. I guarantee you can count him in. In out, let's get cracking. Where are you going to find Bernardo? At the dance night at the gym. But the gym's neutral territory. I'm going to make nice there. I'm only going to challenge him. Cut. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. There are multiple Jimmys in this in this one, aren't there? Many yeah. Jimmys in this one. You There's a lot of something. The role made famous that, by that, the... That, maybe people have to guess. Oh, Jim, they, are they don't know this. Guessing. By the great Russ Tamblin. Yeah. yeah, is it Birdcage? No. Fight Club? <laughs> uh-uh. Strip Tease? I don't believe that. Beauty right. and the Beast? Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> Boogie Nights? No. Uh, Silence of the Lambs? I'm afraid not. And then many guesses for West Side Slaughter. Oh! <laughs> Actually, West Side Story, West Side many Story, people did course. guess it correctly. Wow. You yeah. were... Russ Tamblin. Spectacular. I one am. of my favorites. One of the great dancers and actors I of am Broadway Russ. fame. Yep. I am Russ Tamblin. <laughs> Still alive, as a matter of fact. That was really good, wasn't it? Yes, you were. You were spectacular. You're no, 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 I mean, Fantastic. The, I mean the whole thing. Yeah, you were West Side Story. The first one stunk, but that last one. I was just waiting better. for Natalie Wood to come um, on stage. Yeah, sure. She was in West Side Story? Yes. Yeah. Who could forget? I know that. Yeah. She was a beauty in her day. Mm-hmm. She went overboard. <laughs> Literally in what year? Yeah, really overboard. Yeah. Yeah. What year was West Side Story? Was that nineteen? 19- Probably what late fifties, early sixties? Yeah, somewhere. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Research. Rita Marino. I'm gonna go about sixty. Sixty-one, maybe. Rita it was, Marino. It was great to be a part of this. Natalie Wood, the great Russ Tamblin, of course. Uh, he was quite the dancer too. He had. He was fleet of foot, or not? He's a great he was, dancer. Yeah, he was an actor. I mean, uh, he was. Yeah. In, I think he was in Seven Brides for Seven of Brothers. Of course, he was. Yeah, oh. I know. Well, when you need somebody, when you need a dancer, yeah. All right, and it cut the <laughs> boy, music. Oh boy! Oh boy! 1961 for the film. There yeah. Okay. There you go. Wow! That was, was a crowd pleaser. That was a lot of pressure, though. Ooh, they you... describe it as a drama slash crime film. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, Jim, I proved that I am oblivious to pressure. Not oblivious. That's not a word. I don't oblivious. I don't feel pressure. I'm oblivious to it. I don't. I don't feel it. I don't acknowledge it. I just go through it. You just go right in there. Right. Yeah. You do what you have to do. Forges ahead. You got to get the work done. That's it. Exactly. No holding me back. Wow. It's a lot of pressure, though. You did well. Oh, you did. I couldn't. You did well. I'm listening. Sorry about the first one. I. It's all right. Sometimes you know. Second take. I'll take a second take. Not wasting film here. Sure, too much we, film. We got it right. Okay. That's all that matters. Mm. Good enough. Wow. Uh, what's on tap for tonight? Viewing and uh, dinner-wise. Sure. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of food today. You're not going to eat dinner? I'm going to have probably a side salad when I get home, and that's it. Oh, come on. I have had a lot of food today. What does that mean, a yeah, lot elixir. of food? What'd you have today? You had a whole pizza? What'd you have? Well, as Jack said, you know, our oh, good elixir. friends from Elixir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's David Seminow and the gang over there. They have really, really good food. They dropped chicken tacos a... from them today. Yeah. Fantastic. What did you have, Shot? I had a buffalo chicken wrap times two. Oh, I may get that tomorrow. Fantastic. Wait, you had two wraps? Yes, I did. Oh, my. So I'm pretty full right now. I imagine. And you do food... feed Jerry over there, too, right? You didn't eat his sandwich, did I you? I did not. Oh, okay. David always brings enough for several people. David cooks big, so but it works still, out great. With your appetite, you could very easily eat Jerry's portion. But I would never do that on purpose without offering that to Jerry first. Have you seen Jerry without a mustache? 
Yeah, when I first went, when I first started working with Jerry in 1997, yeah, got one of those mustaches Jerry, like then, that sidekick Bob a, Hope had. Jim, really? back then Jerry had a full beard, all the way he had a full beard and a yeah. mustache. Oh, and he shaved the beard many years ago and just kept the mustache, and he's had it since then. That's a good sized mustache. It's a it big is. mustache. That's a John Bolton mustache. It's big. Yeah. The captain, captain dark. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big serious mustache. But he used to have a beard. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, just was it a big, serious beard, too? Like a big Letterman? Si- was it? it was a very good beard. Oh, see. When I first started working with Jerry in February of 1997. Why don't you grow one? No. Have you ever tried? No. You never had a mustache or, or no. beard? Any facial hair at all? No. No. Never, really. Isn't that what, I, don't, I, don't, I think that would be buffoonery. I don't know. I think you're a little concerned it might draw the ladies' attention. Yeah. No. That's one way you keep them... Keep them away. away. Keep them at bay. You know, if you had a mustache, it would be like Let me tell you something, Jim. Time. Nobody beats down the shot doctor. Uh, uh, nobody nobody wait, gets me. They're, they're qu- not going to get me. Hmm. I have a question. You're going to a new gym. Are there a different selection of ladies at the new gym? Yes. Mm-hmm. You chat them up there? No. When I go to the gym, I go in. I am focused from the time I get there till I leave. I'm not there to mess around. I'm there to work. Did they kick you out of the old gym for grunting? They did oh. not. The, the old gym actually closed down for about seven or eight months because it totally got remodeled. Oh. And while it was closed down, I joined a different gym. Yeah. And I'm staying at the, at the, the, the different at the gym. At the new place. I, yeah, do you wipe yeah. off the equipment after you're through? Yes. Good. And before I start. Yeah. Yeah, because the first person may have been a slob. Yeah. Right. When, I, when I go to the gym, Jim, I, I'm <laughs> Jim there. I, I go there to work. I'm not there to socialize. I'm not one of those guys. I'm there yeah. to work. Jim. Uh, Jim, oh, Jim, Jim. Uh, Shot Doctor's Buffalo Chicken Wrap Sandwich from Elixir uh, brought to you by the fight they have, uh, Alvarez versus Glovkin. That's Triple G this Saturday. You can see it at Elixir on Washington near Orange. I'd have to head down there. Nothing like a good price fight. I'd love to see them. Yeah. Middleweight shot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I like middleweights. I like them, too. They're faster. Why? Oh. Really? I think middleweights yeah. are the marvelous Marvin Hagler. That's a middleweight. Remember and, Tommy and the Hitman Tom, Hearns. That was a middleweight. Fight, man. Sugar Those Ray were Leonard. great fights. Sugar Ray Leonard. Those are middleweights. That's middleweight oh. boxing like we had in the good old Lighter days. Lighter the weight, the faster the fist. Right. Thank you, Shot Doctor. It's the Next Phillips week. File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's time to rise above the fun jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. I have no idea what the lecture is about, but we will find out now. Greetings and salutations, Professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips and The File, good to be with you this week. I was not here last week. You probably didn't notice. What? We did <laughs> we notice. We totally noticed. I was yeah, heartbroken to learn you wouldn't be able to be part of the program, but you're with us now, and that's all that's important. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> can't hear you, babe. We can't hear you. I'm sure he's there. Professor, come back. I'm here. Oh, All right. Okay. So the mute button isn't easily unmuting. Anyway, so <laughs> last week I was flying out to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid this might happen. The time when I was hoping to be able to connect with you via the highly sophisticated equipment which we have, which works flawlessly every single time. <laughs> Don't push uh, it. I ended, I ended up having a three-hour layover. Yeah. In San Francisco, oh. and as a result, I got in to Seattle after having left at 6.45 in the A of M uh, at about uh, 6.05 p.m. East Coast time. Ooh, it was 12 hours day. of travel. Flying's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. anymore. It's, it, it is, 
But there was something which was really interesting about the flight, which I want to talk about. But they let you fly it? <laughs> they did not let me pilot the plane. That mm. was not uh, that was not the not thing. Not part of it. Okay. No. Uh, because we were flying during the day, and because we had a good window seat just ahead of the wings, we had a really good view of what topography looks like mm-hmm. as we're flying. So imagine, if you will, that you're my nine-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. All of life is a lesson. Agreed. You just have to get used to it. <laughs> Absolutely everything that I see, we're talking about, we're trying to explain it. And it's neat, the difference between the mountains like the Rocky Mountains right. and the Sierra right. Nevadas, sure. which are just a chain of mountains, and they look they look like a whole big bunch of mountains all jammed together. But when you fly north from San Francisco to Seattle, which is a city I don't particularly enjoy, but as you're flying up there... You can see individual mountains, just like one mountain here, one mountain there. And there's a point as you're flying where you can see, well, there's one mountain there. And then a hundred or so miles, there's another mountain. And it's not a chain like like the Rockies, like, like the Sierra Nevada. It is individual volcanoes. And the Pacific Northwest is just littered with volcanoes. And it's Mount Shasta that you see first, which is a cone-shaped volcano. Mm-hmm. And Mount Hood and Mount Rainier. And, of course, we know Mount St. Helen. How many of those volcanoes do you think are active volcanoes? Wait a minute. Are the ones you mentioned or how many volcanoes out west? How many volcanoes out west do you think are active <sighs> volcanoes? <sighs> active. I'll say 15. I'll say two. 18. Oh, 18. 18. Really close with 15. That's some bonus points right there. Mm -hmm. So, an active volcano is a volcano which has had activity within the last 10,000 years. Yeah, okay, I get it. (laughs) So, it's geologically active. So, not in the history of recorded time has there been a volcano eruption on some of these places. But they're still considered to be active volcanoes. So if you're an active volcano and you're not actively erupting, you are considered dormant. And all dormant means when you talk about volcanoes is not erupting right now. Isn't there a gi- gigantic volcano? What is it, under Yellowstone? Or is it under, where is it? And they say if the that, thing ever blows, that they mm-hmm. say goodbye to the planet. It is a mega area which if it became an active volcano it's why all those hot springs exist all those hot springs exist because of heated magma beneath the surface that is heating the water well i was wondering so, why they couldn't lance it like a boil you know take all the pressure out i think it's a lot more <laughs> a lot more <laughs> pressure than we're able to just effectively saying. lance you know, all right all right, hold that thought for just a minute. I know it's a lecture <laughs> and an observation. It's the Five Minute <laughs> Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news, then we'll get back to the Five Minute Professor. We'll have that uh, pop quiz as well. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A supermarket deli employee is in some trouble after she ate about $9,000 worth of ham. Sounds like she's a bit of a pig. Next. A Fox Business host called former President George W. Bush a radical liberal. I'm sorry. Wait. What?
Finally, European Union lawmakers are calling for a global ban on killer robots. Keep in mind that just because some of us kill doesn't mean all of us kill. Peace. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. From 5-Minute Professor's been talking about volcanoes. You have to watch out for that lava, but in some cases, that pyroclastic flow. Yeah. Right, Professor? Nice. Absolutely correct. I'll give you spare points for the pyroclastic flow. Thank you. It's Mount St. Helens? What... Yeah, you got to run Love from that it. sucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of this activity in the Pacific Northwest yes. is related to the Juan de Fuca Plate, <laughs> which is a very small, well, now it's a very small piece of the Earth's uh, crust which has gone, it's been subducted under the North American plate, which is what causes all this activity. Mm, I was just thinking about that earlier today. <laughs> yeah, you well, not. Mm. What a, one of my favorite geography trivia questions is where will you find the Juan de Fuca Islands? And you find them just outside of Puget Sound in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Is that near the and San Juan it, Islands? It, it's the Juan de Fuca Islands, not the San Juan Islands. No, I, just, I don't I know. Just... Actually, I don't know. If the... Nearby? Are they nearby? It's possible. It's know. possible. I think maybe they're called the... Sa- no, San Juan is for St. John. Mm. Juan de Fuca, I don't know. You, Someone can find right. out for us. Research. My God, uh, write that Fuca. down. Save that quote. He didn't know something. He, sa- he just said, <laughs> I don't know. It's a declarative sentence. I love it. I, I appreciate that it's taken nine years for you to come up with something <laughs> I don't know. So congratulations for that. I don't know a ton of crap. And if you don't believe me, ask any of the women I've married. Oh, um, <laughs> Look, I love self-deprecating Self-wrecked. humor. Bravo. It's fantastic. Points for you but, today. Another but, week off. <laughs> it is all part of the Pacific Ring of Fire. 90% of all earthquakes... And a giant bulk of the volcanoes happen along this giant horseshoe from South America up through the west coast of the United States, through the Aleutian Islands, back down through Kamchatka and Japan and into into, into Indonesia mm. and New Guinea. Mm. This is where, and it's all related to the gigantic Pacific plate and how it rubs against its edges. 90% of the world's earthquakes, a a preponderance of the world's volcanoes, 81% of the world's strongest earthquakes all occur around this ring of fire. And it's based on tectonics. And uh, the second largest only has 5 to 6% of the world's earthquakes. Ever been in an earthquake? Oh, no. Not in an earthquake, but, but been in an area where there's an earthquake? Mm-mm. I've no, only been in an earthquake where something fell off of a counter, and I later found out there was an earthquake. I lived in San Francisco I mean, for a while, never felt oh, anything. You were not in there for Mm-mm. an earthquake? No. Never. I, I, I've never been Nothing. in one and said, oh, that's what this is. Mm-mm. Something happened, I later found out I was in an earthquake. No, I never said, oh, what, what are the dishes say. doing on the floor? I mean, you know, when of the grocery store, what are the campees doing on the floor? No, never, never felt anything. Because I'm probably too stoned to feel you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we ready for the quiz? Yeah, yes, let's uh, get this underway. All we got right, some bonus points going into this. All right, gang, we team, team effort, let's do it. Question number one. Ring of Fire was a Jim. hit song for... Jim, Jim, Jim. That's oh, Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. 
That is Johnny Cash, but it has nothing oh, to do with the actual question. <laughs> Rats. Uh, writing credits for Ring of Fire go to June Carter Cash yeah. in 1963. Uh, if you want to read about that, his ex-wife, uh, Johnny Cash's ex-wife, has a really catty saying about whether or not she wrote this song. But according to Rolling Stone back in 2014, where does Ring of Fire live on the list of 500 greatest songs of all time? Jim. I'll start off. Uh, 150. Higher. Not much, I think. I don't know. Okay. Higher. Hold Jack, on. Oh, oh, higher, higher. Like a higher number. Oh, higher. Yeah, Jack, 400. Oh, so, 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 no, 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 no. My apologies. A smaller number closer to one. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, better, higher. better. Okay. Much higher on the list. So Jim said 150. I will go right. 10. Lower. No oh, kidding. Oh, Moira. No, lower. So lower on the list. A higher oh. number than 10. Oh, Do you geez. turn up the I AC or turn it segment, down? Will you please? Jeez. Oh, so it's between ten and one fifty. Yeah, it's yes. Now we have a range, but it's much closer <laughs> Let's to do ten. It. Come on, uh, eighty. Much closer. To it 10 is a 10. number between ten and eighty. <clears throat> okay, Fritz. Fritz. Mister Fritz. Fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a number between ten and fifty. There you go. Come on, Pinkman. Casey. No, we don't have uh, time for Casey. Everybody, uh, Pinkman. I'll go twenty, please. It's 27. I would have given you points for 25. It's 27. Oh, oh sorry. Right. 20 is okay. not good enough. Huh? Nope. No. The, no. The 27 Club is a cultural reference to celebrities who died at age 27. I often think of it as a rock and roll thing, mm -hmm. but most websites about the phenomenon do not limit it that way. The earliest member is often reported as Alexander on, uh, excuse me, Alexandre Levi, a pianist, composer, and conductor, born in 1864 in what fifth largest by area country in the world? What is the fifth largest country by area in the world? I'll Home say Alexandra Levi. Well, that was, uh, yeah, that's uh, Russia. Uh, not Russia. Russia's number one. Mm. Mm. Ooh, uh, Canada mm. too. There's India, China. China. <coughs> yeah, it could be something. Jack, like... Indonesia. Indonesia is spread out and massive, but the landmass is not in the top ten. Oh, I think of the name uh, though. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, what was his name again? Alexandra. Levi. His name is. Uh, 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 but that is a purposeful red herring. Oh, uh, is it? India, maybe. What about the uh, Khyber Pass, don't you? How about it? China? China is the third largest country by area. Fritz, come on, Fritz, Fritz. bring it home. Mr. Fritz. India, yeah, 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 yeah. Fourth largest country by area. All you right, just need the minute. next one. We've left it for you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's on uh, a continent we haven't mentioned yet. South America, maybe? Uh, Pink Man. Brazil. Brazil. Mr. Pink Man. It is Brazil. Nicely nice. done. Nailed it. Brazil nuts are ridiculous. <laughs> How so? Uh, first Agreed. of all, they're not nuts. They're seeds. Mm. Okay. All right. But I want you to imagine what it is. The way that the fruit comes out with these as the seeds, it is a coconut filled with an orange. But instead of it being an orange, it's an orange made of Brazil nuts. What do you think? 24 of them. So it's a very hard coconut. Okay. Here's my question. Mm. How tall do Brazil nut trees grow in feet? How tall does a Brazil nut tree grow with these coconut-sized fruit? Uh, Jim. Mr. Phillips. <laughs> What's he doing, a French voice? Uh, 15 feet. Ah, uh, Jim. 15 Dramatically feet. Dramatically higher okay. than Jim. Right. 150 feet. Oh, that's... 
higher. Whoa! What? What? I was sure that was way too high. Go on, Mo. Uh, it's, high. it's higher than 150. Yep. Higher. I th- higher. I think it's 175. Lower. There you, there you go, Fritz. Hey, I get I gave you the ring. Mr. Fritz. Here we go. 160. Yeah, 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 yeah. 160 is absolutely correct. Nicely done, Mr. Fritz. Fritz, thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's a coconut that falls 160 feet, filled with an orange made of Brazil nuts. Mm-hmm. It's deadly. Mm. Brazil nuts are harvested from the ground. But there's a real danger from the falling fruit, sure. like coconuts. What country's government removed coconuts from trees ahead of a state visit from President Obama back in 2010? Actually took coconuts off of trees so they wouldn't fall and potentially hurt the president. Oh. Jack yes. Hawaii. That's a country? Oh, he Not said country? country? I thought he said state. I did say country. I did uh, say country. It used to be a country. Did it? It did used to be a country. Yeah, well, no country points was... for that, but that's true. Hawaii was... uh, All right, so oh, what... that minute. might be the about... correct pronunciation. It's Thank the you. kingdom of Hawaii. I'll ju- I can't even remember where he went. I'll, t- I'll just say, I'll say <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> More populous. More people live there than live in Mexico. Ooh. All right. Here we uh, go. But Jack, gotta be Indonesia. Okay, I'm with that. <laughs> More populous than Indonesia. Whoa. Seriously. Uh, Come on, uh, Mo. You can uh, do it. Yeah. So, uh, where do they India. grow coconuts? Yeah, you think? The Punjab. All right, I'll go back to China. Less populous than China. Fritz, come on. You're doing well today, uh, Fritz. Fritz. Yes. The United States. Paraguay. Really? If all things... Paraguay is nowhere near as populated as any of these countries. It is not the right answer. <laughs> all right, Pinkman. Oh, Maybe man. Maybe Fritz just did that to hand it to you. That, I would hope so. Come on. Is it wrap it up? Is, oh, God. I don't know. South America somewhere. I don't want to say Brazil again. Why not? Okay, Brazil. It's again. not Brazil again. No, no again. No. All right. Venezuela. It is India. Oh, like Mr. Hell? Bradshaw was suggesting oh, for the last three answers. They don't have coconuts there. India has been the world's <sighs> most populous republic since what year? Jim. What year did India become the world's most populous republic? <sighs> Past 20 years. Populous republic, meaning yeah, it that it broke country. away right. from... Right, 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 right. Meaning it was a republic, yeah. yes. Meaning it, it got it, independence yes. from Great Britain. Uh-huh. Correct. 1948. 1948 is the year it declared independence. It did not become a republic that year. All right, okay. Oh, Moira, 1950. It's a good guess, though. 1950? It is 1950. Nice. Nice job. Good work. In 1950, All About Eve won as Best Picture and earned a record of how many nominations? Uh, Jim, that would be um, 10. More. Jack, 14. 14 is absolutely correct. It's tied for the record, All About Eve. All of the female leads were nominated for Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, Paul Newman's wife, as a matter of fact, starred in that movie. Joanne Woodward. Thank you. Thank you. Points. points. The current Dalai Lama is the 14th Dalai Lama. right. How old is the man born Lahamo Thondup? How old is the 14th Dalai Lama? In Western (laughs) canon type years? Yes. Uh The person who was born Lahamo Thondup. He is now 84. Younger. Ooh, Jack. 80. Oh. oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, Moira. 82. Yes. Older. Ah, oh, there. I said um, Jackie. Come on. Pinkman, you want to go? Uh, Fritz. 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 83, please. Thank you. 
83 is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Way to go, Fritz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which of these still living performers was not born the same year as the Dalai Lama? So oh, yeah. they're not 82 or 83. Mm -hmm. Which one of these was not born that year? Woody Allen, Eric Clapton, Donald Sutherland, Julie Andrews, Jerry Lee Lewis. Which of these still living performers was not also born in 1935? Woody Eric, Allen, Eric Clapton, Eric Donald Sutherland, yeah. Julie Eric Andrews, Clapton. or Jerry Lee Lewis? Uh, I think it's Eric Clapton. Yep. We won't say Eric, Eric Clapton was yes, born in 1945. Nicely done. He's hey. only 73. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. He won three Grammy Awards for the song Tears in Heaven in what year? Oh, God, oh Jack, song. 1996. Before 1996. Jim, 1993. That is absolutely oh, correct. Nicely done. Yeah, I remember in September I hated of 1993. Hated it. <laughs> in September of 1993, <laughs> I drove alone for over 8,500 miles. Oof. And saw how many baseball games in the month of September 1993? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, I saw your pachunka chunka on this topic. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I will guess twenty. Fewer. Jim, it's a good guess, but it's fewer. Fifteen. Yes. Fewer. Fourteen. Fourteen is absolutely job, correct. Right. Nicely done. That's a team 13 effort. Thirteen parks, including a makeup double header. Yeah. yeah. On that trip, what was the northernmost city I visited? On that trip, what was the northernmost city I... Mr. Phillips. Do it. Uh, is this the last question? Yes, it is. Is it Seattle? It is Seattle. Hey. Seattle is the northernmost team nice. in the NFL and Major League Baseball, That's even exhausting. though there's a team in Toronto. Okay. Nice work. Yeah, what do we uh, We did totally miss the first question. That's going to sting. And yeah, It's going to sting for one of you. No. It's an 86. There were some yeah. bonus points in there. Well, you made yeah. a comeback. Hey, you came in strong. Me? That's a sucky. It's an 86. Joanne Woodward. We threw Joanne Woodward in there all about Eve. Solid B. You completely missed a question, yeah. too. But yeah. that's good. You did all right. You did fine, fine. Bravo. Work. We are oh, so yeah. psyched. Oh, that's a sad sack of And so late. Right <laughs> sad oh, sack of, you know what you're a, about yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, quickly, I am going to be doing some live trivia oh. tomorrow night at the Silly Grape on Saturday at okay. Waco Taco. That's attached to the Hourglass Brewery. And on Tuesday night, we play trivia at Post Time Lounge Fun. and Cafe. First prize right now, yeah. $50 nice. in gift certificates. Woo. Last night, the team that won won on the last question. Whoa. That's how you do it. Uh -huh. Nice. All right, Professor. Good job. Welcome back. We'll do it again next uh, Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. Time for a little bit of PPT, person, place, or thing. Then we hand it over to Tom and Dan. Got a couple of lines open if somebody wants to give it a whirl. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize for PPT? That would be a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on the Houston Dynamo at Orlando City Stadium September 22nd. 7.30 p.m. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on there that. You go. All right, Susan, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. A person. A person. All right, listen up. Thanks to Brad for this category. Thank you, Brad. Who is this person? This person was a classmate of the nanny's Fran Drescher in Queens, New York. This, I'll give you another hint or clue. This person is a man. That's a great hint. Um, uh, making fun now. She's making fun. Uh, Ma. Oh. I have no idea. Oh, that's a good one. Come on, Ma. A little more help. Come on, Ma. Oh, Ma. Yeah. Ma. 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 Come on, Ma. 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 Wait, she knows it. She knows it. 
John Travolta. Oh, That's good. your final answer. Oh, no, no, no. No. The hey, damn goodbye. Thing. Nope. Sandy. No, it was not. <laughs> oh, is it? No. Mm. Here's Lee. Lee, clue number two. He lived with his parents until he was 29 years old. Ma. <laughs> Nerd. Rob De Niro, Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. Yeah, That's your final answer. No, I'm sorry, not no. Robert De Niro. Here we go to Mike, clue number three. Mike, I'm loving it. <laughs> An appearance on Letterman led to the development of his own TV show. Ooh, Ma. I'm loving it. What Ma. does that mean? Can uh. I get an extra little hint? Yeah, wait a minute. Let me think. Yeah, uh, it's a guy. Yeah, he was on a show <laughs> with... Uh, he was on a show. Wait a minute. Hold on. He was on a show... He wore clothes. ...with that guy that... Uh, the other was, guy was on it. Hold on a minute. What was the show where the guy traveled back in time? Quantum Leap. Oh. Yeah, think oh, of that. Oh, he was on a show oh, with that God. guy. It was a great show, Jerry, and they canceled it. Jerry Piven. McPiven. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, there That's we go. Final answer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jerry wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Mark, clue number four. Loving He's a stand-up it. guy and credits Doris Roberts as his best friend and mentor. There it is. That's a good one. Um, Doris Roberts? Okay, she was in Raymond, right? <gasps> Everybody knows. Yeah. So uh, who am I talking What's about? What's the guy's name? Uh, Ray Romano. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah! Oh, yeah. All right. I got it. Number five, Ma, Ma, don't you know this man of a certain yeah. age is loved by everybody? That was a good program. Hey, Ma. Age. Yeah, that was good. Someone yeah. said I, when I started on the show, said I sounded like a him, like bit. nasally. Hey, Ma. Bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. It wasn't a compliment, Pinkman. It's okay to go along with it. What a dick. Yeah, I, it's I not, didn't want uh, to insult yeah. you, brother. You know, it's not as good as your impression <laughs> of the mayor on... Springfield, Sign the yeah. Simpsons. Sign right here. Yeah. Want to come to Pickleball? Sign here. Oh, Pickleball. Jim, Are there so spectator spots still available? We still have spectator okay. spots because we filled up the amount of players we're going to have at the event this Saturday at Clear One Sports Center. Yeah. It's in Orlando. Uh, registration starts at 11. But for spectators who want to come up, it's going to be uh, $10 uh, donation to the Mustard Seed um, at the door, and they'll be able to join us. But also, everyone there is eligible to buy raffle tickets. Uh, and so many great prizes, including five nights of comedy at the Dr. Phillips Center. Um, and it, wow. it includes Lewis Black, Sebastian Maniscalco, wow. uh, and also the cool. best of Second City mm-hmm. and more. There's also a three-day, two-night stay at Serata Beach Resort on St. Pete Beach. Nice. Another prize is four tickets to SeaWorld and four tickets to Aquatica. That's huge. Dinner and a show at Hard Rock Live. Your choice of an upcoming classic albums live show and fifty dollars to the Hard Rock Cafe. We have a sixty dollar massage envy gift card and so much more. Oh, they'll even have pickleball lessons as a prize <laughs> as well. Fun. So proceeds from the raffle benefits the mustard seed of Central Florida. So it's going to be a fun event. We encourage people to join us mm-hmm. uh, if you want to be a spectator because uh, we sold all the the playing spots. I met a guy last night. Who said he was uh, registered for pickleball? Yeah, and he wants to be my partner, but I don't know how to make that happen. Well, he's going to have to get lucky because he's going to have to draw a card that brings him to your court. Damn it! Because players draw a card, we'll each be on a different court. Can we put a little sticky tape on it or something so he don't? No, that's no. cheating. I know. Yeah. So uh, clear one sports. I'm not Center. above cheating to win. It, we know that. <laughs> yeah. John Young Parkway in Orlando. That a long time ago. But ah. real importantly, Jim, right. we would like to thank Hard Rock Orlando, Rebath of Mid Florida. Clausman Law and the Dr. Phillips Center for helping us 
put this event on. We're excited about Good it. Good enough. We'll see you Saturday. We're getting out of here. Don't forget sports with Pat Clark tomorrow, among other things. On the file gets underway at 3. Right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Lane. they follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.